1: Give the gift of well being with Spa Finder, the world's best selling spa gift card, and the perfect gift this holiday season. From family members and friends to those last minute coworker or client gifts, Spa Finder gift cards are a convenient and thoughtful option you can't go wrong with. The Spa Finder Network includes thousands of spas, salons, and fitness studios all over the U.S. With services like massages, blowouts, mani-pedis, even yoga. Or check out the Spa Finder Wellness Shop to buy skincare, beauty, and wellness apparel from the comfort of home. With Spa Finder, the possibilities are endless. Gift some me-time to someone you love. And pick one up for yourself along the way. Go to SpaFinder.com podcast15 to save 15% off gift cards of $100 or more. Or, enter the promo code PODCAST15 at checkout.
2: Welcome to
3: Average Joe's Gaming Podcast with your hosts, Joe and Tom. Tonight's episode, Joe admits he's wrong and Tom admits Joe is wrong. Hi, I'm Joe. I'm Tom. And... We're back. We're back. So we are going to do a consistent podcast. We're try to. At yep. least, I mean, things happen. But, yeah, stuff happens. Uh, what we're planning on doing is we're recording on Friday nights, and then we'll have a Saturday morning release.
4: So there you go. You can look forward to a new uh, Joe and Tom podcast, Average Joe's Podcast, on Saturday mornings. Yeah.
3: We actually just did a an unboxing of the new Unmatched Cobble and Fog.
4: Yeah, it's not, like I say we don't think you can call it an expansion because it's a standalone game, but it's in the Unmatched universe, I guess. Is very I very say. cool miniatures. Yeah, a lot of uh, interesting interactions in Cobble and Fog because all the characters are
3: from London literature or England literature, English literature, and um, the characters are Invisible Man, Dracula, J- Jekyll and Hyde, and Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, and the Invisible Man is really cool how they sculpted yeah. that. So, I mean, it looks like he's an invisible guy. Yeah, I mean, there's no cool. mold there.
4: And I'll be honest, I've played the game once. My The game the version I played, it was Bruce Lee versus Robin Hood. I was Robin Hood. I got murderized as Robin Hood because I couldn't get away from Did Bruce Lee. Did you get Lee.
3: murdered with the one-inch punch?
4: Probably. Okay. I don't remember quite honestly. So I've only played the game once. I like skirmish games, but what I really like about this game is the miniatures. And yep. I'm, out of stuff to paint for now until we play Clank again. Oh can, no, sir! I have oh, no, many, no. many, many boxes. I, can I pull see down. that, but I'm just saying that I want to finish the Clank stuff because I'm doing the Clank
3: Legacy characters. That's true. I also have two other boxes of Clank you Legacy do. that you could just take with you. I could and start painting. I could, especially that big, cool dinosaur-looking dude. Oh yeah, that'd be kind of fun. So. Yeah.
4: But I want to finish the ones that we're playing with as as our our characters. Oh, I just Play-Doh. switched
3: characters, so you're gonna have to paint that one. Oh, okay. Yeah,
4: yeah, because I already did Joe Dwarven.
3: Yeah. Well, this is Joe, Joe Dwarven on steroids. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll it's like in- Arnold. We'll look into it. Without, I mean, I don't think he was on steroids, but I'm just saying. Ah,
4: uh, you know what? It was the 70s,
3: man. Yeah, I don't he was on steroids too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's on steroids now. No, not now. It'd probably kill him. Yeah, more than likely. So, but. Yeah. Anyway, so... what Have you gotten anything other than well, obviously, unmatched?
4: Yeah, unmatched. That's the, I think that is actually... No, I did buy... Um, I bought something else, and I'm trying to desperately to remember what it was. Is it
3: your Funko addiction?
4: No, those are, I, I actually stayed away from the Funkos. Wow. Um, but I cannot remember what I did buy, because I can see where it's sitting on the stack, but I cannot remember what the game is. So I did buy right. something. But you bought a game. I did. Whoa. And I bought Unmatched. This is a completely different
3: thing. Yeah. Well, occasionally I like to buy games. Occasionally I do like to buy games. I just placed an order with Miniature Market. Yeah, I was
4: hearing you talk about that. So you go
3: through what you... I ordered, um, which comes out on Sunday, Villainous.
4: Oh, the Marvel. Marvel game, yeah. I am on the fence on that. And you, you go ahead and play it with us. I will play it. Don't get me wrong. And I'll play
3: it. See what you think.
4: But as far as buying it goes, the reason that I'm a little on the fence about it, and I think I've told you this before, is because it is not compatible with the ones that are out right now. And I don't understand how come they couldn't do that.
3: Well, I think we'll have to play it and see why it's not compatible. Right.
4: And I think you can make it compatible if you probably stretch it a little and mash it a little. We'll see. I will play it, don't get me wrong. Yeah. And I, I'm considering buying it. Maybe it's too
3: overpowered? I don't know. It we'll find be. out. That's
4: probably what it is. It, but then I was also thinking, after I heard that they were doing the Marvel version of it, that technically now they could do a Hamilton version. Because <laughs> 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 Hamilton is now a Disney property. But who yeah. are the villain? You can only really have one villain, and that's Aaron Burr. Although I suppose technically you could make Hamilton into the villain if you wanted to, he could be a princess. Well, I think technically Eliza, he'd be is the a, bad guy. Eliza is a princess. Burr would be the good guy. Yeah, history you're, says you're otherwise. playing.
3: You're playing as the villain, right? That's what I'm and saying. And then those darned heroes are trying to just thwart your your so plan.
4: Hamilton would actually have to be the hero, and and yeah, you'd and play as Burr. Burr would be the villain, correct? Yep. Um, but then I think, but that's only two characters I can think of that would be. Yeah, so then I don't know what else you'd do, unless you did Rent or something like that. But then who's the villain in Rent? It would be a number of... The man. Well, yeah, and I that and I can't remember his name, but yeah. Tay Diggs played the character in the Broadway version, and the movie, I think, too. Uh, but I don't think Rent is actually a Disney product, so probably not. Yeah. So, I don't know what else. I suppose Lion King, but there's already Lion King
3: villains. There's a, yeah, a the Scar. Scar. Yeah. They don't have Pirates of the Caribbean yet. Oh, there we go.
4: Yeah, you could have... Uh, the old, Jack Sparrow would be the Well, he'd be the hero. The hero. Obviously, yep. he's the hero. And Orlando and then you Bloom could have, be one of the heroes. Yep, you could have...
3: Uh, oh, there's I so many villains his, yeah. in there. You could have Davy jo- Jones. Davy Jones would be Jones a really be one cool of the big, miniature.
4: Yeah, he'd be a good hero. Yeah, because you could make him a couple different ways. Yeah, it'd be the, the tentacle. Things. You'd have to I mean, you just have to yeah. do it. You could have the governor, whatever that character is. Yep.
3: He could be one of the villains. So you could Davy Jones a, would be really cool, though.
4: You could probably make a four-villain version of...
3: Of oh, you can just of do a set of Pirates of Caribbean. Yeah, yeah, yep. So,
4: but that's so yeah, you're that's welcome, the Disney. I, we just gave you, you an go. idea. Yep. So, uh, it, uh, you probably already had. Royals can be sent to Average Joe's Gaming. The <laughs> yeah.
3: Uh-huh. So, um, what else did you order? You know, that's a great question. Uh, I ordered the Hero Hero Realms. Okay. Um, the new stuff that just came out. Yep. So which it was I like four or five packs.
4: I think I just got as a, a
3: Kickstarter. a set. Yeah. Like the base game. Yep. So I, I ordered all of that because that was fairly cheap and I'm a Hero Realms nut. Yeah. I also ordered the collector's box for Hero Realms. Okay. Which I don't know why, <laughs> but I did. I think I did that for, uh, um, for Star Realms. Because I have Star Realms big box. Yep, I do but too. But I, I Kickstarted their last thing, which also comes with a deluxe Big box
4: for Hero Realms for
3: for Star Realms. Star Realms. Okay, so now I'm gonna have two big Star Realm boxes. Yeah, see,
4: I only got the so, one. I don't know. I only got the one.
3: I'm weird. Um,
4: and but I, I, that I was one of my last that Kickstarters that. that I got was the Hero Realms stuff that you just said you got.
3: So well, there might have been a couple other things in there. I guess yeah. we'll find out when they come. Exactly. But yeah, um, and then I just heard from Deepwater Games that floor plan. Is shipping out this Friday. That
4: looks like a really cool game. Um,
3: And then uh, Sovereign Skies Deluxe Edition. That one looks fun, too. Is shipping out next week. So there's a good chance that we might actually have some more games next week. To play or give away or both? Uh, Well, I, I ordered three copies of Floor Plan. Ah, okay. So we will for sure have a copy or two to give away on the podcast. Okay. But, on the other hand, we will be giving away games on the podcast. Right. But, I also want to save some of the inventory of what I buy for Extra Life. There you go. So. Yep.
4: That's uh, going to be fun.
3: So, we are, that's our other news, is we will be doing an Extra Life event. We do understand that COVID is a very serious deal. It
4: hasn't gone away.
3: Um, but, we also noticed that there's less people doing it. Yeah. Um, because of that, right. and and we feel that that makes the need more for these children that are sick and injured and or, and in these yeah. hospitals, and so it's it's a greater need now. And so we're we're going to do an event. Uh, we have got a hall. Um, we're also going to do an online presence, and uh, and then we're we've got one store for sure that's going to help out at their location. Um. I got to work some details out with him, and then we will announce that later on. Okay. Uh, but yeah, well, we're pretty excited about it. I've got some games. Uh, we're gonna do like a social distance yeah. masks. Uh, I'm not sure if we're gonna make them required or mandatory, or you know, I know yeah. it's the same thing, yeah. but or optional. Right. Um, so we'll just have to discuss that well, and see what honestly, November brings. What I just mean, say I'll have to four what, months from now what's
4: going on during. You know, with this whole COVID thing, then. So, so
3: uh, but we are we're going to take precautions, but we do want to to do some fundraising for that. Yep. So,
4: and we'll have ways that you can get involved. Yep,
3: in, and yeah, if you want to join our team, make your own team. You know, that's the big thing about Extra Life is there's so many people that can do it, and you don't have to join somebody's team. You can create your own team, yeah. do your local hospital, and that's another thing is if you donate to our team. want to donate to your local hospital it works that way too you can still do it yep yep so it's just a very cool program it uh so we are raising money for the sioux falls sanford children's hospital correct and uh all the money stays local here for for us um so i already donated actually um, I'll probably continue to donate, and if we get a second stimulus check, um, I'm probably going to donate some of yeah. that too. There you go. Uh, but uh, that's it's just one thing that I, I really do enjoy, and I know I said uh, in the podcast before that I was going to kind of steer clear from it, but there's less people doing it right now, and so I feel yeah. the need.
4: Well, and a lot of conventions, including Average Joe's first yep. ever convention, had to be postponed, canceled, yeah. whatever. This can take the place of that a little bit. Yeah. It won't probably be as at a grand of a scale, but it'll still be a lot of fun, and it'll be a way for people to hopefully safely get together. 24 hours of gaming. And game face-to-face for 24 hours. Yes. Which, so. having done it, I think, three years in a row now. Makes this your, is my third year. Yeah, yeah. makes your uh, Sunday the following, that following Sunday, you just you don't count on watching football, don't count on seeing anything on TV or doing anything with friends. Yep. You're going to sleep. So are you coming over that Sunday to play games? No, probably not. Oh. Unless you do them at like 7 o'clock at night, and even then I think I'd still be pretty close to wanting to go to bed and go wow. to sleep. Hey, if you've done the 24-hour thing. You know what it's like.
3: <laughs> I have. <laughs> and I'm not getting actually, any younger. I uh, actually did it last year because um, we did ours in June. Yeah. And so I did the 24-hour deal. And then I did a birthday party. Oh, that's that right! Sunday. I
4: do remember you had. The so birthday party. I
3: was exhausted to come Monday for work.
4: I had been cast in a small role in a movie, and just like you an did. extra role.
3: Uh, what movie was that? I
4: don't remember the name of it at this point. To be perfectly honest with you, I know it got shot, but I get a call at about two in the afternoon. Hey, Tom, are you coming down to the church? Because we were going to shoot in the church, and I said, you know what? I really can't. I can, first of all completely forgot about it, and second of all. I am in no condition to do <laughs> anything other than sleep right now, and he understood. And like I say, it wasn't like a. Did paid you have gig. lines, no, or were you just supposed to be no, a, guy a, a guy sleeping in church? <laughs> I could have been a guy sleeping in church. I said, unless you want my character to be a guy sleeping in church. Yeah, I'm not. I can't do it. I just don't. It, I would not. I would not have been comfortable. In my art, I guess I don't know. It would have been a kind of a bad performance. So yeah, I couldn't do it. And so, uh, and I feel bad. I wanted to
3: help him out. And well, you've actually been, I've in... been in a couple things. Uh, well, you've been in one movie that I saw. Which one was that? That was the one where you were. Uh, oh, the hotel, a hotel guy? guy. Yeah, that guy. was.
4: Um, well, I can't remember the name of that movie, but it was kind of. It's good. on it Amazon. On it. No, I don't think it is anymore. I think they're starting to take those off now, unfortunately. Oh, wow. But I was also in another
3: one. Um, well, if you search for Tom Kleberad,
4: you, on IMDb, you might you'll, find you'll actually it. find it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was in a movie called Class President, but all you see in that is me walking quickly past the main character. And then you see my right arm holding a microphone, with my watch, hmm. and that's it. That's all you see. But, I mean, I have a credit in the movie. So oh, there you well, go. There you go. And that one actually was filmed locally, and got some notice. And got some
3: press. And well, and you have a buddy that you were in the movie with. That, yeah. The, the main character in the movie that you were the, yeah. that I watched. Yeah. And he was in downsizing.
4: He was in downsizing. He was also in Nebraska, and okay. he actually. He went down to be an extra in Nebraska, and the guy who directed the movie was Alexander. Can't remember his name. The guy who directed the
3: movie Hamilton.
4: No, <laughs> um, said you know what? I'm going to give you some lines and make you a character in the show in the movie. And so he was actually one of the brothers of his of uh, Will Arnett's character. Oh, or wow! Or was one of his cousins? And it was Will Arnett, or was it? Uh, no, it was not Will Arnett. It was. Uh, it's a Saturday Night Live actor, anyway. When I came, and Bruce Farrell? Dern was in it. No, not Will Ferrell. Bruce Dern was in it. Uh, but anyway, and then so when it came time to do um, Downsizing, he said, "Hey, I want you in Downsizing," and he had to go up to Canada to shoot. So and that was and with Matt Damon. With Matt, and he was in a scene with Matt Damon. Yep. So and I went and actually saw the movie when he was there at the movie, and he didn't know I was there. So that was just kind of fun. I got to yep. give him some creeped on him a little it. bit. I did. Like, he's a kid I went to college with. So, yep. yeah. Hey,
3: remember me? I'm sniffing your neck. Yeah, I'm sniffing. There you go. Yeah, <laughs>
4: that's what I was doing. No, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. So I haven't done any acting in quite a while, but I, I want to get back into it a little bit. Well, you
3: did, uh, oh, did the play, um,
4: the uh, Amish
3: Project. Yeah, but you also did something else. It was uh, the ones with the girls. Amish Project. That was Amish Project. Yeah. Where- Who are you
0: texting? Hmm. My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call? Yep. That sounds too easy. How did you find her?
1: I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus, it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. Betterhelp.com slash save. Got it.
3: That was our project? Yeah, the
4: girls got shot in the school. I thought it was little women. No, that no. was
3: Amish Project. You did one that was Little Women, too. Uh, it was a retake.
4: Oh, one. no, no. Yes, I did that. The, the, that was a...
3: I can't think of what that was called. Uh, but it yeah. wasn't like no, a play. it was a comedy. It was a,
4: yeah. it was a reader's theater. There we thing. go. Yeah. Oh, and then I did do... Because you were a, a German dude. Yeah, I did. And, and I, I really enjoyed that. That was fun. And then I did the, um, the, mother's, the motherhood play, too,
3: mm-hmm. Yep. where
4: I got to swear on stage for the first time. Yeah. That was pretty fun.
3: Was a little awkward
4: too. No, it nope. really, wasn't. After we got after we got through rehearsals, and my first,
3: very first line,
4: is dropping the F bomb on stage. So it's wow. like, cool, I get to do that.
3: Yeah, I played a. But a, Tom a, has a problem doing that on radio because he used to be oh, I, a professional. If there's a microphone DJ.
4: in front of me, I cannot swear. Yeah, and if I'm, or you were a radio
3: personality, I was, I guess. and
4: I work on the phone now, so I mean, I have to be real careful yeah. about. I can't. Hang up with a customer and accidentally not hang up and
3: say something bad about him. So yeah, he's still on the phone. You friggly do. Yeah, and then they said,
4: "What did you just say? Nothing. Nothing. Say I threats. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 So, so I'm very careful about that kind of thing. But so one of my, I did want to get cast in another show that I actually I think it was in the running for where the guys they swore on stage all the time. I was like, this. I don't know why that's a thing, but a lot of actors like to do it. Mm. So. Probably
3: because you're not supposed to. You're not supposed to. Yeah, yeah. I got to kiss on it's stage one time. It's the forbidden fruit. That was pretty cool. Wow, was, was it with with another guy? No, it was,
4: oh. a, it was a woman, and it was in Greece. I don't know if you was but, it a woman that looks like a guy? No, she was actually really attractive. Oh, she did wow. warn me. She did warn me on opening night that her dad and her husband were in the audience. <laughs> she said her husband <laughs> won't care because he knows the deal, but her yeah. dad's probably gonna stand up and make fun of you know, yell something. Yeah, I think she was just teasing me, but it was still pretty funny. So
3: yeah, he didn't yell. He he. He cocked his gun.
4: No, no. He was—he
3: never he did <laughs> It was even, the quietest never, moment in the theater, yeah. and it was just. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you've seen Grease. I, I can't follow the scene. I'm sorry. Yeah.
4: If you've seen Grease, I played the character of Vince Fontaine, who's the sleazy disc jockey during okay. the sock hop, and he meets up with one of the pink ladies and, and begins to make out with her, and then gets caught because the whole crowd parts, and I'm, we're sitting there in one of the corners just kissing away, and it was kind of neat. I'd never done that before on stage, and it was pretty cool. Yeah. But I have said, speaking of kissing a guy, the other part that I would really what? like to play... Okay, this is apropos of nothing. I'll okay, admit it. Okay. And I don't know why we're talking about this when this is a gaming podcast, but what the Who heck. Cares? Yeah. So anyway, there's a, the play rant, which we actually did talk about earlier in conjunction with the game. So mm-hmm. it kind of comes around circle. has a character named Tom Collins. When okay. I saw that play, the first character I thought of as a character I would love to play is Tom Collins. And Tom Collins is the kind of homeless professor who falls in love with mimi not mimi um yeah it is mimi the the trans the transgender dude okay who does the really cool stop song about the dog and stuff anyway um yes there's a kissing scene between them and i
3: wanted to do that
4: i well because the songs he sings are so cool i just love the music that he performs in the show and i, so I said we'll I have to kiss a dude and i said well have you seen the movie? Because the guy who plays the character in the movie is not that bad looking when he's dressed up as a woman. So you know, whatever. I, said, <laughs> I think we I just said, learned a new level of Tom. Well, and I said, you know what? The other thing is, it would be acting.
3: Yeah. When I was, it is acting. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just curious. Your favorite song? Dude looks like a lady. Huh? By uh, Aerosmith. Which one? Dude looks like a lady. No. Are you sure? Which
4: is actually ironic because Steven Tyler from Aerosmith looks like a lady. Not, yeah, it anyway. wasn't
3: that the premise of the song. Was... I don't
4: remember. I've honestly never seen it. I, another story about, again, I don't know where we're going with this, but Aerosmith. My we're going
3: far left
4: field. Yeah, my son used to work for a band called Judd Who's, and they played the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally every year. And one day, he's at the bar helping him, because he didn't sound and lights for him. So he's helping set up the sound and lights, and he's out on the porch of one of the bar, whatever bar it was they were setting up at. And this person rides up on a motorcycle and... Gets off the bike, and he thinks, wow, that's a really old lady for riding a bike. And You know, a big old Harley. And the person gets up off the bike and comes up on the porch, and it's Steven Tyler. Oh, look, just like a grandma. That's he awesome. He said it was amazing. He said, I thought it was a woman at first. Then I realized it was Steven Tyler, and that was pretty cool, too, but yeah. it was just like, that guy looks like a chick. Dude looks like a lady. Yeah, he does. Dude looks like a lady. So anyway, nope. all right. So you ordered. <laughs> okay, now we're off. We're back off the tangent. Back
3: to gaming. Tangents. What are those?
4: I know. All right. No, we're back to gaming. So
3: uh, that's. I don't know. That's. That's Your, about all so I ordered. Acquisitions. A little um, low. Well, I did get in a new Kickstarter. Oh, that's right. You were talking uh, about that. Dized, yes. which is an yeah. awesome interactive app to help teach people board games yeah and it also is a an online thing to do quick rule look up and it's just it's a really cool program um so i i I believed wholeheartedly in it i downloaded their few tutorials that they gave out for free there was uh blood rage i remember um oh uh the penguin game ice cool oh yeah yep, yep yep and then king domino yeah. Was the three that they King gave us the free.
4: one we actually looked at when we yes, were playing. Yes, it's what we it. use. Remember, we actually yeah. use it at the library. Yeah,
3: I remember that. Um, yeah. So that it's a really quick way of teaching people the game, and they, it's an interactive app. So you just, if you're teaching the game, you push the button of what the person just did, and it the game coincides with that. Yeah. So it's just it's a great app. Um, can't wait to see more from it. Um, they're they're adding games to it all the time. Well, part of the the Kickstarter. Pledge was promos, so promos. I, I just I absolutely love promos. I think I cool. do too. Uh, they add certain characters, and I know they're completely unnecessary for games, right? But like for example, okay, so I love Champions of Midgard. Yeah, well, one of the game. promos is for Champions of Midgard, and it is a die. Um, let's see here.
4: Oh, we're gonna have to reach for it.
3: Reach for this guy.
4: So while Joe is reaching for that stuff, here's my radio voice. When I was Jim Thomas at KJJQ, <laughs> I actually never use. I no, I'm not gonna say I never. I didn't I didn't ever not use that voice. My dad was a huge fan of Marty Robbins. Loved a song called "White Sport Coat and a Pink Carnation." We were a rock and roll station at the time. I found a copy of the record. I played it for my dad and I said, hey, that was Marty Robbins with a white sport coat and a pink carnation playing wax and wax, stacks and stacks of wax and plaques. And my boss comes rushing in and goes, that was really cool. You should do that all the time. And I looked at him and said, no. First of all, it would kill my voice. And second of all, it's not me. I was just doing a character. So anyway, that was a little radio story.
3: That was a little radio story. A little story. radio story. While you were getting your promo. So this is for Champions of Midgard and it is a, it's a die that splits open and has a mouth and a oh, giant tongue. Oh, now I see out. that.
4: That's very cool.
3: And it's Maya, But it's, uh... I don't know. It just looks cool. It's, yeah. It's, uh, place sacrifice tokens spent to acquire this card on this card. Game end is score three additional victory points... Mm-hmm. For each different type of sacrifice token used to defeat this epic monster. So
4: it's a monster, one of the monsters so, that you kill. It, but it looks cool. It does. It and really stuff cool. like
3: that is just why I love it. Um, yeah. The King Domino promo is, it... is a very fancy little castle. Yep. I mean, I think, don't, so, don't got they knights have knights on it, little uh, rainbow, you get a giant in the back, and then you got the dies logo.
4: And it's just an extra castle, which you could use instead. You could of... swap it out. Yeah. yeah.
3: So, because the game, I don't know if the game vansier. comes with actual
4: castles. Or it if does. Can it get comes with a, little 3D castles. I know there were promo castles you could buy for each color.
3: Yep. Too. Um, and and then everything has a little dyes logo on it yep. too. Like I've got a King of Tokyo. Which is my favorite. Peacekeeper. Of these. Um, he's got a little uh, plaque on his front and he's got and what, a little dies logo. What so kind of monster is he? Here's the coolest part. Okay, so if you look at the monster, we have Victory Point token up here. Oh, yeah. For oh, his, for, uh, and that for his looks armor like
4: it's plating. from uh, 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 the game that's got a card there. Uh, Dominion. Not
3: Dominion. What's that game? Seven, seven wonders. wonders. Looks
4: like the Seven Wonder Military victory Kay. points. Then
3: you flip it over here. We've got little bunnies from, oh, bunny, yeah, from Kingdom. bunny Kingdom. Oh, yeah, from um, Bunny Kingdom. There's some, a meeple. Yep. And then we've got we've got another bunny from Bunny Kingdom over here. Nobody can see these, but
4: it's really cool. And then
3: he's got a tail that's got cubes that go around And it's got a chalice connected to a question mark pawn. And then his feet is a King of Tokyo die that's in his waistline. And then little pieces. And then he's got... Some kind of meeple. Yep. Uh, Two different kinds of meeples. I can't really see what kind of they are. Not sure what kind of they are. But then on the other leg, you've got uh, Dice Forge. Oh, yeah. 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 And then you've got... It looks like Catan Board as his necklace or something as um, his chest yeah but i mean he's just oh, really even, cool i didn't even pay that it's much just, attention it's when completely he full was uh, board cool. game pieces and he's just he's just really yeah really awesome
4: and i love king of tokyo it's one of my all-time favorite games so
3: yep very cool
4: so oh, and then yeah the other thing i'd mentioned earlier was there is the for um, um seven, uh, wonders. seven wonders there is a linus card which looks like it's I don't know it's black border. I've never seen the black borders before. I'm not sure yep. what those
3: are. one on green card. Oh, okay, that's what it is.
4: Yep. Minus green cards cost one less. It's worth costs four to get it, and it, it's a character. It yeah. So with, uh, I mean, there's
3: there's some promos there. We'll be giving them a few away here and there. Uh, we might save most of those for extra life, though. Yeah, that sounds about right. So, um, other than that, that's about all I really. So kind of a light acquisition. Yeah.
4: Oh, I was going to mention, and you're going to give me crap about this, but I'm considering jumping back into Kickstarter for one specific reason.
3: What
4: I know. Okay, so I saw this very cool portable paint station. Somebody posted. No,
3: it. I and, I know about this. Yeah, yes. It Looks because yeah, you no, you didn't order it, Kim. No, did it. Kim but Kim I, I heard about it, it on uh, We're Not Wizards.
4: Yeah, I don't remember where. I don't remember where the post came from, but it just showed up on Facebook at one point. And I went, oh no, this could drag me back in because I love doing the painting, and I'd love to have a portable paint station. I've been kind of looking to make a paint- portable paint station, and I saw this and went, I oh, wouldn't have to make it; it just exists. Yeah. It closes on Tuesday, so I'm deciding and this would be me, just straight me going into it. And our friend Kim already did. Oh. Yeah, because of course I get the notices. I yeah. Told you that. And uh, so, and I'm thinking, and I actually probably pointed that one out to her because I posted it to the uh, local game store's uh, Kickstarter page because okay. they're, they're retail, retail backing. She decided not to do this because she doesn't know what the interest is. She's going to talk to her husband about it, who's a painter. So mm-hmm. maybe if they do, I'll go through them. Right. But otherwise I'm thinking I might back this. I have a reminder set for Tuesday before it expires.
3: Ooh. So we'll look into it. Did you see there was another one that I backed today? I did
4: not. I haven't had a chance to Ooh. check my
3: emails yet. Yeah, so this one was another Mafia game. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, I, fi- I would have figured um, out that one. <laughs> no, it's, uh, let me look here quick and tell you the name. It's still live for 20 days, I believe. Okay. So it's, it's. Uh, they're almost there. It's out of Montreal, Canada. 19 days to go. Uh, so it'll
4: be a cheap game because our money is a lot more valuable. Than yeah, Canada so they, than they're
3: looking for almost nine grand and they've reached 6300 so okay. far. But uh, it's called With a Smile and a Gun, a Dice Drafting Game for Ooh. Two Players. And it's a black and white box with a guy just, I mean, he just screams mafia. Yeah. Like an old-style gangster, like, uh, like a 20s, 30s gangster Yep, is kind of what, what it looks what it like to like, me. Like, yeah and it just it, it looks cool. Uh, it's a very inexpensive game. It's 29 US dollars, uh, 39 uh Canadian dollars. Canadian, so yeah. So it's so, cheaper if you're American. Yeah, and if you're European it's really cheap. Yeah. So um
4: nice thing about back this is three copies oh, of this. There you
3: go. So one for myself and two to give away on the podcast. The yeah, nice
4: thing about this is it being a two player game and you have it, I know I'm going to be able to play it. Oh yeah. So there you go. Yep. So we'll see. I'll let you know if I decide to get back into Kickstarter and the it, it, slippery slope is, is re-entered. And oh, it's sliding down. very
3: slippery. Yeah. So why don't we talk about what we played? Sure. That sounds fun. Played a few games. We did play a few games. Yep. Once, so we had a game day last Saturday. Yep. And the first game we played was Axio. Axio. Yeah, that was actually really uh, Made in 2017. Fun. Yep. Uh, designed by Reiner Knizia. And uh, the artist was Klaus Stefan, and, and we, the publisher was Pegasus Spiel
4: and in the last podcast, I think we talked about a different game that we played with a very similar name and a Axio sim- rota very similar mechanic, yep, but it's, just
3: slightly different it's slightly different not the same game nope this one had a board to it um. <laughs> Completely different game. Oh,
4: it is. This one <laughs> I will tell you is a completely
3: different game. Uh there I felt in this game, like I, I love both of the games. Yeah, both of them are fun. Uh, but I felt like there was a lot more strategy and decisions became a lot more difficult as the board fills up. Well on. we played it with four players,
4: correct? Yes. Yeah. So I think and that is it a four player or five player game? Four. Four players. So I think this is one of those games with as a four player game, it is probably at its best. Yes. Because there is a lot of tension in regard to who's going to go where to get something. But there's also a lot of... Who are you texting?
0: My therapist. You text with your
1: therapist? Text, video chat, call? Yep. BetterHelp.com/save. Got it.
4: Options available based on the way these are. You can get rows a lot easier. So you can. So move. the premise
3: of the game is yeah. is everyone starts with so many tiles, and the tiles are only they're like dominoes.
4: Yeah, they're basically. So you've got
3: one one shape on one side and another shape on another side. Yep. And and sometimes you might have sometimes do the same shape. Right on yeah. both sides. So you you have these domino type pieces. And you are going to lay them in a board that is grids. Yeah. That's, that's all it is. And so you're going to try to line them up and get yourself, like an axial rota, points, points based, based on, on what how many you match up. Yeah. Yeah. So, but in this, you have a board, so it's not free flowing. Yeah. And I felt like that really confined your space and made the decision making a lot more
2: difficult.
4: Yeah. We did in. I think all th- all four of us forgot at one point that you could go to a certain line. Right, right at the beginning. Because we were kind of trying to line everything up. But then we remembered and yep. we were able to. So, But, yeah, it's a lot of fun. And like I said, there's some tension involved in regard to am I going to be able to do this like I want to or do I have to do my alternate thing. Um, it's the same scoring mechanism where basically your lowest advanced color scores is the score you you use to win or lose. I think all of us advanced one color to the max. Yeah, or maybe not. Uh, Ken might
3: not have. I did not. Oh, I but did. Uh, I appreciate you bringing that up. Oh yeah. Yep. Well, I actually did the worst in did, this game. You did get smoked a little bit. I uh, I did not get any of my colors up to max. No, I barely got one of them up to like thirteen. Yeah. So basically, it was... oh, also the points is a lot higher. Yeah, this. so in the original game, it's twelve, 12 and this one's it's eighteen. Yep.
4: So you, and, but the thing is, you do have a lot. I mean, you can score. So say you have a, a line of blue circles, whatever color they are. If you still have either end open, you
3: hosed me several times in this game. I did. Well, this you we and in, Randy both. We
4: sat in a different order than last time. When <laughs> we, we did, we played a game like and, this, and it worked out. It well. was
3: brutal because. Yeah. I was just hoping I had this perfect tile, and I was just getting annihilated on points. You guys were doing really well, yeah. And I, actually but had, I was just getting annihilated. And every time I would get one tile that would work for me, I, had I would a tile just get that, worked hosed. In that same spot. Yeah, it was and not, no, or that's the did. thing is, you guys didn't even use the tile that was great for that. You just no, like it was good it's for like, us. Yeah, I'm going to prevent someone else from getting these points because well, it was a ton of points. Yeah, it was. And like the one, I was working hard to set this. This thing up because oh, I was yeah. just getting annihilated in this one color, and there was one space available, and I'm like, okay, I have a double oh, sided and color, one that and you put you. it there, yeah. and you just ruined yeah. the whole thing for me, yeah. just hosed me, and I'm like, ah, in
4: you my, monster! In my what? defense, it also scored me a number of points, you but did. in a different, not way. nearly as
3: many as well, it No, scored but that, that's... Me. and he was already whooping my butt. Yeah, so. It was hilarious. Uh, yeah, it was hilarious for him and and anybody and, else. in
4: retrospect,
3: for you, no, 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 okay, no. You're still it bitter? was you were you were a monster. You're still better. I'm a little bitter. Okay, because gotcha. you you wrecked my whole. I basically <laughs> set the game up for you guys. You did, and then just I well, you took me all back and stabbed me to death. Yeah, well, essentially. Yep. Yeah, yep. played the tiebreaker on you. Yep. yep, you did. It's not that's not supposed to go. Okay? I know. I know. Batman, you're Robin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, out of all that, how do you feel about the game? I
4: bring up the list one so I can actually see because I can't remember for sure. Oh, you mean
3: our rating scale? Yeah, there
4: you go. Let's talk about that, too. Are, So our
3: rating scale, before we rate the game, we'll we'll just give you a little refresher on the
4: Jovian rating scale. And normally a rating scale is either 1 to 5 or 1 to 3 or 1 to 10. Yep. We actually go from <laughs> negative 10 to 6.
3: Yes. So a negative 10 is Island, Island Dice. Island Dice because you know why. It's not, it's not a, game. a game. Nope. it's just not a game. Number one, Joe Blow. It's a game that we'll
4: play, and probably not play again.
3: Yep. It's it for it does, us. It's it's not a good game for not, us. It's just not a lot. Of might fun. be a good game for someone yeah, else. Other people
4: might like it, but
3: for us, no, we don't like it. Yeah, I'm not going to play it again. Uh, uh, number two would be a Joe Mama. Joe
4: Mama is a game similar to an or to a Joe Blow, mm-hmm. but if pressed, and maybe because there was something about it. I would play it, it again. It was barely an okay game for us. Yeah, but I'd play it again just to see if there was something about yeah, it. Yeah, a little bit
3: of magic to make it maybe a, yeah, a number maybe it three. Was
2: just,
4: you know, one of those things where it's the group wasn't
3: quite right. or the, That can ruin a game. Yeah,
4: or we misinterpreted a rule somewhere.
3: Yep. So, yeah, so a number maybe. three is an average, average Joe. Average Joe. That is us, yeah. basically. We're good, but we're not great. Right. Well, we're pretty great. But. Whoa. <laughs> the game. So you went in through the garage with your head? I did. Okay. Yeah. No, the
4: game is fun. Um, it is not necessarily something I would play every day. Yep. It's a game that if somebody said, hey, you want to play this? I'd go, yeah, that was fun last time. I'll play it again.
3: Yep. It's a, it's a game that you enjoy. Yeah. But it's not one that you absolutely need to play every day. Correct. Yeah. Uh, number four is a smoking Joe. Smoking almost a knockout.
4: It's getting up there. It's getting yep. to the point where if somebody says, hey, I want to play this, and either they haven't played it before or they have played it, yeah, I'll teach you. Or hey, I'd like to play this again. This was fun.
3: Let's do this. And at number five is Joe Joe Tacular, which is a
4: game that basically knocks it out of the park um, to the first row. Okay, let's put it that way. It's a game that I would play anytime somebody asked me to play it. And at number six is a Joe Almighty, which is a game that I would actually play yep. every damn day. Yeah, I mean seriously, the, it, Euphoria is that game for me, and I we've talked about yep. it. I think Borgata is that game for you. It is. Um, it's a game that if somebody and I actually to me Bogota is a, is Joe Tacular probably hovering on Joe Almighty. I really Whoa. like it as well. I like deck builders. It was one of the first types of games I ever played. So if we
3: created a card and put it in there, right up to Joe Almighty, for you, if it was had yeah, yeah, my picture on it, you yep. bet. Oh okay. yeah, I'd be mm-hmm. right there. We'll just have to well, let's get that
4: done. Okay. <laughs> Um, but no, it's a it, Joe Tag. Uh, Joe Almighty is is it? It's the Almighty game. It's, it's your the, Holy Grail of games. Yeah, basically, it's the game. Like I say, you'd play every single day, and you would
3: own it, and you would
4: basically proselytize it.
3: It's the it's the Excalibur game. Yeah.
4: If somebody asks me, hey, what's this Euphoria game? I could go on for hours about it. I really could. I just, just am so I've never heard
2: of this
3: Euphoria game. What does oh this yeah, right. Speak of? You, I'm looking right at it. <laughs> I've played it with you before. All right. So, yeah. uh, knowing all that, what would you give Axio?
4: Axio, what did I give Axio Rota?
3: Well, you gave Axio Rota a smoking Joe.
4: I think that I would also give Axio a smoking Joe. I really like the game. Okay. I, I enjoyed the, the the differences in the mechanic. Um, I enjoy the art. It's it's a very very abstract game. The art is is, is basic, but it's it works for the game. Yep. How
3: about you? I enjoyed the pieces, the, the artwork. I mean, there's not a whole lot of artwork to it. It's just no. different shapes. I did like the
4: confining board. The way yeah, the that it. I think that, that really cool.
3: changed the game quite a bit yep. from mm-hmm. Axio to Axio Rota. Um, Axio Rota being the the squares yep, versus the domino one. pieces. Yep. And, you know, you get same type of symbols. Um, but I, I think that distinctness of the free-flowing, you place your squares here... Versus Axio, where it's the Dominoes, and you're confined to an area. Yeah. I, I really attention. did enjoy
2: it. Yeah.
3: Um, I I would give that one also a Smoke and Joe. There you go. So yeah. so that was that was a good game. It, it would be hard for me to choose between the two, which one I like more, because they both yeah at that Smoke and Joe for me.
4: That's one of those that maybe is going to depend on the group you play with a little bit, because it was fun. I it would, I would own both of them just because yeah. they are
3: that different of games. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Exactly, and they so, are different games. Yep.
3: Unlike Sentry, Spice Road, Correct. and Sentry, Sentry. Goblin. So you're... Well, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Um, so the next game we played was Copenhagen Roll Right, which is a 2019 game uh, designed by Asger Harding Grunarud. I'm not even going to try. And Daniel Skajold. Sorry they're if I probably, slaughter your names, probably Peterson. From Dan- they're probably from Denmark. Um, and the artist was Marcus Ert, and it's published by Queen Games. Yeah, I did get that one correct. <laughs> you did. You pronounced that one very correct. <laughs> or maybe it's Queen Queen Games? Games. Yeah, okay, cool. Games. Um, so anyway, Queen Games did that one. It's a roll and right. Yeah. How did you? How do you feel about uh, this? It's
4: one? a Tetris style rolling right. Basically, you roll the dice. You have a card that gives you certain shapes based on the number of dice of a certain color that you roll. Uh, the twos and threes, everybody can use any time of each co- of each color. Yeah. Um, there's different shapes like a two. It's two squares or three squares. One of them, I think, the two squares are offset or something. Anyway, each color has possible different shapes. Twos are
3: hard to make different though. Yeah, because so. you have. Is it five dice that you yeah, roll? Yeah,
4: five dice that you roll, and there's blue,
3: yellow, red, purple, and white. And the active player will pick their combination of colors, yep. and, and then, then the, the other, other players, players get to, pick to choose one.
4: one of the dice that they use. And they, they don't use. mark off
3: one of their and abilities. And you
4: can get screwed if somebody rolls all five the same color. They're going to use that, and then nobody gets anything. Um, basically, then you draw the shape. And you need. It's like a Tetris game. You have to start at the bottom, work your way up. Uh, if you complete a row or a column... You get certain powers, certain points. You're playing to twelve, I think, or twelve points. Is this is the end something game. close to that? Twelve or fifteen is yep. the end game. Obviously, if you're the first player and you end the game, everybody else gets a turn. Uh, if you're the last player and you end the game, nobody else gets a turn. But so you have a chance to get beyond whatever the score is of the person who ends the game and win. It's fun. I like I it. I didn't
3: really I, pour in that one, too.
4: You did. I did not do well either, and I never have done well in this game. Uh, this is one of those games I've played a few times. Um,
3: I am curious why they call it Copenhagen, though.
4: Because uh, it's based on a board game called Copenhagen that uses, and it's supposedly set in Copenhagen. Okay. So you're building you're building homes or a building in Copenhagen. Cause okay. In the board game, I believe the the things that you try to fill in across or up and down are windows oh, okay. for the powers that you get from the window but I I've seen I think watch it played did a, a, a Rodney Smith did a thing on the board game okay so this is a roll version of the board game basically it's fun I like it I'm not the biggest fan of rolling rights I do like them I'll play them they're good filler games um, for me this game probably rates an average Joe okay um, I can say I enjoy the game I'll play it again if somebody and like I said, it's a filler game. So obviously, between games, if you're going to play a couple of big board games, and you get done with one, and you still want to continue doing something while people are either getting something to eat or using the restroom, or whatever, yeah, I'll play. I'll play Copenhagen. We're rolling, right. I'll play Gonchan's Clever. I'll play. Welcome to welcome to all the No, not the new <laughs> Vegas version. God, that game.
3: That, yeah. Anyway, right, we've talked about it. All right. So, um, how about you? I really enjoyed this game. Uh, it was fun. It was fast paced. The easy rule set. Yeah, the um, rules are pretty easy. You just roll the dice, you pick a color, or you pick a Tetris shape. Each You're color has. Colors. Each... The other players get to choose on their rows to yep. mark off which box. Each color has a particular power, power. Yep.
2: And based and so on what you fill
3: in. You can use those powers to give yourself more of a combination. R- uh, rerolls, I think. it's To Change. me, it's a real point salad game. Yeah, it is. They're basically, it um, is. I, I also gave it an average Joe. I enjoy it. I, I really do enjoy the Roland Wright games. Yeah.
4: You like them um, better than I do, I yeah. think.
3: I, I really would like to get to the table Roland Wright, the Roland Wright game.
4: What is that?
3: It's a Roland Wright dice game, and it's this kind of British-looking dude. Okay. That His name is Roland, name is Roland,
4: Roland Wright. Wright. Okay.
3: And I kickstarted. Is
4: that, that like the deck builder game <laughs> that is about building decks? <laughs> Which I also have. Which is actually pretty
3: fun. I it was is surprised how fun that game. Was. Yep. But I would I w- uh, for Copenhagen Rolling Right. I would give it an average show. I would yeah, like to that, play it a few more times.
4: Honestly, and I played it a number of times. It's probably honestly going to stay at about an average show for okay. me. It's a game I'll play. Uh, it's it's a good filler. Really good filler, actually. Most Rolling Rights are good fillers. I just it doesn't trip my trigger that as much as some other games. Okay, so, I liked it though.
3: All right, so then we played some of the board game. Oh my god! With the Yeti expansion, we were gonna play with the Teams expansion, but that seriously means you're playing as teams. Yeah, and. And so you play as teams and you add each other's scores to give your combined score. Right. So we decided not to go that route, but we did do the Oh Yeti. We did the
4: Yeti. Oh my gosh.
3: Wow. Yeah. Uh, and I, I really am digging the summit game. I like it a, it brutal a game.
4: lot, but it is ext- I mean, you think pandemic can be mean? Oh no. <laughs> you think uh uh the the island uh Forbidden Island can be mean or Forbidden Desert can be mean? This game is freaking mean. Oh yeah. But it's a lot of
3: fun. And the Yeti is just ruthless. And
4: I got to...
3: You got farther than you did when you were Oh, just my God,
4: it. I was so close to the stupid... Oh, I was on it.
3: I was I on... Yeah, made it not very far out of base camp no, before did I died horribly. You, you died first. I will
4: admit so, that. Yeah, um, that's true.
3: I, I feel like I was a little bit uh, singled out
4: on that one. No, <laughs> I, you honestly weren't. You just sat in base camp for quite a while. No, I didn't. I thought I you I couldn't get no. anywhere
3: but Who basically straight Who's, out who sat in base that camp randy, randy didson yeah camp. he sat in base camp and then we yeah. all watched him play
4: <laughs> yeah that's right because i did get to the first you
3: did you made camp. it to the next camp
4: and then a card came out and this is all random oh,
3: that was horrible A card
4: came out that just destroyed the camp i was in yep and knocked me down and then the yeti got me yeah the oh, yeti did geez. kill you but then the thing that's fun about that is, and you you become the yeti because you become yes. the yeti first. And that
3: honestly, as soon as I died, I'm like, fun. "This isn't so bad." No, I'm gonna keep playing. I'm gonna kill everybody. I get to keep playing.
4: <laughs> and so then I died, and I got to be the yeti. So there was two yetis in a row. And then yes. Kim finally died, and boy, we tried hard to kill Randy, but we oh, die. he was just he well. We did. Very we strong. eventually we did. did we, yeah, he did
3: not survive. the no, whole but, way back down to the summit. But I but mean, he, he, yeah, he did get to the summit. He did. Though. He, he actually made got it up, but he did not make it back down. No, he made sure of that. Yeah.
4: <laughs> but it's, okay, so it, bottom line is it's a, and pardon my French here, a of a game.
3: It's a, it's a brutal one. It really one. is. But it is such a great game that you almost love to hate it.
4: You do. And I, I don't, and I, until now, quite honestly, I didn't know how I really felt about the game. <laughs> but it was fun. Yeah. It was stupid fun.
3: I would love to try out the cooperative mode.
4: I think that would be interesting. To I'm just curious.
3: I mean, like. But the the I, I do want to keep expanding on that competitive mode because there's oh, yeah. so many cards that we haven't played yet, and we were so I want to cut somebody's rope. Yeah, it was. It's just. I mean, you got your base camp destroyed. Yeah, I think
4: but I'm the only one that increased my karma and didn't yeah, help. You it did. Didn't help
3: at all. Nope. You know, uh, it was,
4: but it was fun.
3: Randy reduced his karma, and it helped a couple him. times. Yeah, yeah.
4: I was on the road to winning until I got to the darn summit, but oh well. So, how do you overall? How do you feel about this? Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with uh, probably, and uh, it's not. It's better than an average Joe for sure. So, I'm probably going to go with what is the next one
3: after that again? After the average Joe,
4: yeah, smoking Joe, smoking Joe. It's definitely a smoking Joe. We've played it twice. You and I have played it yep. twice anyway. Uh, both times died spectacularly. First game, we died falling off the mountain. The second game, Yeti ate us. Uh, it was fun. And it's, another one. it's one I would play again, and I'd probably go through streaks where I'd play it for a while. You know what I mean? I'm yep. In, like, I think this Clank Legacy game we're playing, it's just really fun. And this is one of those that kind of is like that. Yep. It's a game that if somebody says, let's play it, I'm going, yep, I'm in, because we're going to beat this son of a gun. Yep. That's
2: kind we're of gonna how we are going to beat it, or it. we're
4: going to die trying. And honestly, I Most don't. Most likely the second. Yeah. And I honestly don't care. at At a certain point, I didn't really care
3: that I was dead. I was I could, frustrated was because I just couldn't get anywhere. Yeah, like and there was just blue. See, I had I had three movement to start off with yeah. because I'm like, okay, last time I went light on the supplies. Yep, this, this time, time I'm going heavy on supplies. I
4: think we both did that,
3: and yeah. I loaded up a little bit more than everyone else, yeah, you did. and so my movement was only three out of base camp, and so and I got, was getting nowhere. And you
4: got crappy tiles. And
3: You know, I was the last person to go, too. And so in front of me is all blue rope, which is... Or no, it was yellow rope. Yeah, which is air. So you had to use oxygen. Yeah. And then there was blue ones besides that, which is more movement to get across it. It slows you down. And so I'm like, I can't go anywhere. And I've got a handful of brown rope, which is the quickest movement across. Yeah. But basically, I just went horizontal across the mountain. And I'm just like, hey, guys, over here. And then Yeti came and got him. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. And I... Well... Between the Yeti and dying of starvation because all the elements, and I'm like, I can't make it back to base camp, so I was just hosed. We
4: did try and get you back to base camp. We were not playing, I mean, we were playing competitively, (laughs) but... At Joe's certain, over there
3: just gimping around. At a certain point, you <laughs> just amazing. want to see
4: people live. Yeah, but then when you're dead, you want to be the
3: Yeti. Oh and, yeah! As soon as I them. died, I'm like, okay, game's over. Yeah. And want- then I'm I played the Yeti for the first time. I'm like, wait a minute, I'm this putting- is more fun than than just hanging yeah. out on the side of the mountain over here. It was pretty cool. It's a good. It's a good game. It's so frustrating as I get out. But for fun. me, summon is a brutal game. It is brutal. Uh, with with the, uh, I did four tiles outside of base camp. So that's how far I made. Yeah, that's it. I lost a ton of food. Was attacked by the yeti, and lost three health from an event card, which just annihilated. That's me. what
4: really got us. Was those stupid yep. event cards were.
3: Uh, so I was pretty much mean. doomed from the beginning. It was a four player game, competitive mode. It was utterly brutal. The only thing I was looking forward to was honestly taking my non-existent turn as the Yeti and killing yep. all of the other players. What you did, I took massive joy in that. Yeah, that was fun. So, um, I guess I would probably, I'd give it an average joy right now.
4: Yeah, I just really, like I said, I didn't realize how much I enjoyed it until we started talking about it, and then yep. it's kind of dawned on me that that was just a lot of fun. And part of it was reaction to people, and, and Kim and Randy had never played it, so they're like. They did not. I don't think they honestly believed how brutal the game no, was. No, they did not. And I, Kim picked up on it faster
3: than Randy did. But God, it was. I just really, I enjoyed it. I, so yeah, I'm surprised. But uh, that was uh, that's a 2017 uh, designed by Connor McGowey. Yep. Uh, by Inside Up Games, and the artist was Jordan Danielson.
4: Yeah. So if you get a chance, I'd.
3: Check it out. Find it's,
4: Summit and play it with the it's expansion. It's definitely worth playing. Sure. I mean,
3: it is it is a really fun game. Yeah. Um, I I, I need to play it more. Yeah. To get a, a better think, feel for it, just, I think
4: that's one of those. And it's not the
3: first game we played. Died miserably. Yeah. Second game we played, I died miserably. I really need to get a feel for this game before yeah. it, it it climbs in a rating for me.
4: Here's the other thing I just thought about with this game: the setup takes much longer than playing. Yep. Setup is a little long, but. Once you get it set up it's just it's fun. Yeah. There's a lot of luck involved with what ropes you pull, what event cards come out, how the dice roll for blizzards and that kind of thing, but pretty fun, pretty fun game even with the luck.
3: So So the next game we played was Endangered that was and that's a 20 That was released in 2020. It was actually just released. Yep. Uh, designer was Joe Hopkins. Uh, the artist was Ben Floors and Beth Sobel. Uh, which I've actually, I recognize her name. She's yep. done quite a few games. And the publisher was Grand Gamers Guild. And it's an odd
4: design of a game because it's modular based. It's a, it's a or cooperative
3: or game, scenario based. Scenario based. That's yep. the word I was looking for. Scenario so based. You can replay it. It does have replayability. Oh, yeah. So it's not lot. just a one and done kind of game, which I thought it was when I was reading yeah. up on it. It is not. It is a cooperative game, and it is awesome. It was pretty fun. Um, I the, just it. the components alone, yeah. the theme of the game. I really liked the theme. Yep, you. you you're a, con- a it's conservationist. Endangered. I mean, you're you're a conservationist. You are trying to preserve these species. Uh, the two scenarios you get in the base game are the Bengal tigers and the sea otters and the sea right. otters. Yep. And the first expansion that is out already is the giant pandas. Yeah. Now the giant pandas in the in the expansion are screen printed to look very like cool. giant yeah. pandas.
4: Mostly because the meeples look like blobs, right? If they didn't but have the panda pandas, that's just so own. cool. But it's very cool.
3: I think honestly, if if there were black stripes on the tigers, they would look way cool. cooler. Yeah, that would be. But they're cool. just—they are still. They too look like cool, tigers though. Orange tigers.
4: Yeah. Well, one um, didn't look like a tiger, but the rest of them look like tigers.
3: You leave Halfy alone. I liked Halfy. He was my favorite. <laughs> no, he wasn't. You guys kept taking him out. I did not. Okay. Every the time other two that did that. Every time. A poacher hit. He took Haffy. He did. And as soon as I got to breed some tigers, Haffy came back as out.
4: As did I. I <laughs> always made sure Haffy was out there. I always made sure Haffy was one of a breeding there. Okay. I like
3: him. So you guys know, Haffy was half a tiger. He was. He
4: was a. It literally, it's like somebody sliced the top half of the tiger off.
3: Yep. So I, I am actually getting replacement components sent but out. It's, but you gotta have Haffy uh, in the but, game. But it was it was kind of funny just to just play with the half tiger, and, this, and he developed his own personality. He did,
4: he did. And the sea otters, we didn't play with the sea otter. Nope, we have um, not and, done that one yet. Oh, and the board's two sided. Yep. yep. So, so you've got the forest. On the one forest side. Yep.
3: And then that's the thing is like your your deforestation tiles. Yeah. Really, just start kicking your butt. Oh my
4: gosh! Yeah, it's a grid based. If you game.
3: do not work as a team, yeah. you will lose this game horribly. Yeah. It's a grid based game, basically you have
4: a turn where I think the first thing you do is play it. It's a dice placement game. So you roll your dice, take your dice and roll them. Yep. And then you can place your dice based on the number. And in the lowest, you start off, you want to start with low numbers because once you have a number on there, you can't go, you can't match or be below that number. You have mm-hmm. to be higher than that number. So basically if the first, and you can decide who the first player is. So basically, you roll your dice, you've got different actions you can take with the dice, different places to place the dice, like playing a card or getting money or uh, moving tigers around in this case. Uh, Once that's done, once your dice are gone, then I think the next thing you do is the uh, breeding. Yep. So you look at, and in the case of the tigers, you look at breeding pairs, which is two tigers on the same square, and you need to see how many there are of breeding pairs and add one to that number, so maybe if there's one breeding pair, your number is two, that's your target, you have to hit two or less. So needless to say, it's not easy to breed tigers unless you get a bunch of breeding pairs. Yeah. Um, One of the actions that you could take with a dice is moving tigers around, or moving animals around, at least tigers in this case, as we played the tiger scenario. Uh, Then the next thing that happens is you roll a dice, you pick a grid, You either pick a column or a row, and there I believe each row is six long and each column is six high. Right. And you have a six-sided dice, so you pick a column or a row, and then you roll the dice. So if you pick the third column and you roll a dice and get a four, you take the third column, go down to the fourth spot. That's where your deforestation tower goes. Right. If there's a tiger or a pair of tigers on that, the tigers are gone. Yep. Um, dead. They're Dead.
3: So
2: they,
4: it's just, It was just very... It was tense. Yeah. And then you've
3: also got your diplomats.
4: Oh, yeah. That, and then you have... That's the, the, kind of the main thing you're yep. doing is trying to influence diplomats to vote for your cause, which is saving the Tigers in this case. And then each diplomat has different conditions to get a yes vote from. You have to have four yes votes. And you only get two votes. And if you haven't done it by the time the second vote comes around, if, in, during the second vote, if you don't get your four... Game's over. You lose.
3: Yep, and it uh, varies where those votes come in on player count, and it yeah. says it right on the track, so it's very yep. easy to follow. I think
4: there's a number of diplomats, there's a number of event cards, there's a number of things that you, based on player count, that you take out. Yeah, this gamer. is very
3: well designed. Yeah,
4: it's very replayable
3: as the, well. Each person has a character, and that character has an ability, and it's just it's very it's a very well designed game. It's very cool.
4: Yep, and beautiful art. Yes, beautiful artwork. I love tigers. I love pandas. I don't know much about sea otters, but I think I could love sea otters. See what other animals they do in the future. They'll well, it sounds like they're
3: working on quite a few expansions already. Yeah, or scenarios, whatever you call them. So how do you, um, how do you feel about this?
4: I was just going to ask you the same
3: thing since well, I went first last time. Okay, so for me, I really enjoyed the theme mm-hmm. and the components of the game. Uh, this would probably get a higher rating if I play it again, um, but based on the experience I had... Uh, the gameplay is fun as long as you don't take the cooperative game into a game where one or two people take over. Yeah, that and, and then work an, you over like a hand puppet.
4: That's an issue with cooperative so, games in general.
3: As long as you work as a team instead yeah. of a dictatorship, I would I would have enjoyed this more. But yeah. the game we played, not to make anybody mad, no, but, but it kind of turned into that a little bit, and so. I end up going the other route and just having a little fun with it and saying, yeah. well, I could do this and I could help out, but, but I it's going to be bad for yeah. you if I do help out. And you guys are like, no, 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 we don't want you to help out. And, and you know, So I was having a little fun with it because yeah. I was getting a little irritated on not really having a choice. To be
4: clear, I so, was not
3: the dictator. No, you were not. But, just a tater. But,
4: yeah. <laughs> primary dietary... Anyway, likes so, himself some like taters. I like myself some taters, mm, I like taters. taters. <laughs> yeah. We all went um, into the slink
3: immediately. Sling every, <laughs> everyone takes on a special role and has a set of dice and their deck of cards. And, and I just, I just really enjoyed that.
4: That was also cool, by the way. The deck of cards it's, it's like it combines deck building, dice placement, yes, uh, tableau building a little bit. Just so
3: much to the game. But based on my experience, yeah. we talked about this earlier. Is experiences kin. Yeah, hinder you and make you not want to play a game again. Or, For me, this probably would have gotten a higher rating, but I'm giving you an average Joe right now. When I play it again, we'll see if it raises.
4: Well, and quite honestly, and simil- not necessarily similar reasons, because I did see the dictatorship. For some reason, it was focused on you. Yeah. I don't <laughs> what? know why. I don't know why. I don't know. Um,
3: but Maybe it was my uh, my, my personality. Yeah, I, I was the TV... Uh, yeah, that might have been it. Just, I was basically silly. the Steve Irwin. Yeah,
4: you're basically just Steve Irwin. You don't have yeah. one. So anyway, um, I also am going to go average Joe on it. Uh, it's a game I would like to try again. Who are you texting?
0: My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call? Yep.
1: With Spa Finder, send a relaxing spa treatment straight to their inbox without leaving the house. Gift cards can be redeemed in-store at thousands of spas and salons nationwide or online at the Spa Finder Wellness Shop. Spa Finder gift cards contain no fees and never expire, making it a perfect gift you can't go wrong with. Go to SpaFinder.com podcast15 to save 15% or enter the promo code podcast15 at checkout.
4: I think it could get higher ratings with the... Not necessarily a different group, but a different dynamic in the group. Um, it's a fun game. It's a, I love the idea of it. Um, I don't know if there's anything involving them when you buy the game, donating money or something like that to some of these endangered.
3: Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. About I mean, that, I but... know there
4: are a couple of games that do that. I think the one that I kickstarted with the uh, garden, the Tang Gardens. Okay, I think that had well, a thing canopy where canopy planted a tree. Canopy uh, planting one like trees. That. Yep. yep. So there's a couple games that do that, but I don't know if this one does. It would make sense if they did. We mm-hmm. could look into that, I suppose, or you guys could. Uh, but, yeah, it was fun. Every yeah, that's right. It. Listen
3: to our podcast and then do homework. And then do homework, yeah, <laughs>
4: because that's what we like. And then send us emails about what you found out. Yeah. Because yeah. we do like the emails. We're going to get yeah. to that here in a little bit, too.
3: We are. Yep, so that was Endangered. Okay, so the next game uh, I played, but yeah. you have played I have this before. Played it, so yeah. you, you totally can can give your, your opinion on yep. here, was Disney Villainous Perfectly Wretched. Oh, now. that reminds me. It, it came, this one, this expansion came out, or so it's a standalone game. Yeah, it's. But it's also an expansion. So I, it's both.
4: It dawns on me that we have a little bit of a theme going on games with that type of
2: thing. We're yeah.
4: Endangered, it's not necessarily expansions, it's scenarios. Right. Axio to Axio Road, and not necessarily an expansion, different game. Right. Um, uh, Roll and Right, the the Copenhagen Roll and Right not really an expansion it's a roll and right version of a board game so yep. it's just kind of weird just kind of a weird week
3: so this one came out earlier in 2020 yep uh the designer was Prosperi- Prosperio Hall which I actually have heard of yep. them before yep um and then the publisher was Ravensburger yep
4: which do all so, the villainous games
3: um i actually am not a huge fan of villainous Um, I... just because i'm not a huge fan of, it's basically to me it's almost a solo game. You're playing your own game. It's, right. It's
4: absolutely And then every once in a while, characters. you've
3: got this person that's like, hey, hey I'm going to pick you. on you a yeah, little gonna bit gonna over with here. Because you, you might win. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I enjoy it. It's It's got really amazing components. Very good art. Um, and especially if you bling out your game. Oh, yeah. And you have <laughs> blinged out your game. Yeah. So I 3D printed the cauldron, and then I bought uh, special gems for it to yep. replace the the, coins. the power the coins, coins. coins. Yeah. which um, we actually had a comment on, yeah. on our post about. Uh, I did on Facebook. Um, I took some pictures and shared them, and someone said, uh, "So why replace the coins? What's the purpose of that?" Power stones. Yeah, they're stones. Yeah, I mean you're you're supposed to be these mm. these cool Disney characters that are doing all this magic yeah. anyway. So to me, stones makes more sense than coins.
4: And if you're not familiar with Villainous, basically it's an asymmetrical game, and I think the first one came out it had Prince John, uh, which is my favorite in that yeah. expansion. I mean, I think each expansion again. I don't know that they're expansions because they're all. Well, it standalone. says expansion, and it can yeah. be played as a standalone. But they're standalone games. But they they each have I think four different villains, if I'm remembering correctly. Is one so of the base has game
3: has five? Okay, and that's then right. they come with. Standalone expansion, whatever. Three yeah. characters in those. Okay. So they're well, smaller boxes. Although I thought they're half half boxes. I
4: thought the new one had four. I Maybe mean, not. Anyway,
3: uh, the new one, newest one, perfectly wretched. Yeah. Came with uh, Pete. Pete. It came with oh yeah, three. You're right. And, and it came with another uh, the uh, or Tangled person who's oh the, yeah 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 Mother Gothel yeah Mother Gothel okay. Yep. Yeah, because I'm not a huge Disney person, so I'm not that the big names, of a Disney guy. Now, my wife was here; she would know. Them she all. would have schooled us, yeah, all on that. Because so. there's one
4: with the frog prince, uh, frog, a yeah. princess and the frog, whatever that yeah, is. Yeah,
3: and that's the uh the witch doctor dude. Yep, uh, um, Doctor Facili. Yeah, there yeah. we go. And scars really cool. Scars in Hades. There, yeah. Oh, yeah. I really want to
4: play with Hades. Yep, but so. I I played with Pete. I think you played with Pete I played with Pete played. as well.
3: Yeah. Um and I won with Pete. I yep. believe you said I also won with Pete. With Pete. Yeah. And see, I think I think the Pete character might be a little overpowered. Well, because I think because his goals, goals are really, are really easy. easy. Yes. Yeah. But
4: the thing is, I did not realize how to accomplish one of the goals until it was almost too late.
3: Oh, see, I was um my last four turns, I completed a goal every turn.
4: Once I figured out which goal was the one that I almost screwed up. I knew how to get back to where I could get it. Yep. And it was easy, and nobody could really stop me. So I think you're right in that regard. But it's Pete's fun
3: character. He is. And he's got interesting goals. And he actually comes with five goals. So yep, you, you don't necessarily get the same ones every right. time.
4: You play with four of them, and everybody knows what your goals are, yep. I
3: believe. Yeah, I you flip correctly. them over as soon as you yeah. randomly put them out
4: there. Yep. And so everybody knows what your goals are. So they have the opportunity to stop you. Yep. But they are relatively easy to get. I'm not going to lie. They were easy to get. And so as soon as I saw that, I went. The only thing I was thinking was how the hell do I get this one where I had to get the five different things out or a certain amount of points of a certain thing out. And it's like I already used a couple, and I don't know how I'm going to get them back. Well, I found a way to get them back. There's a way to do it, and I got. I ended up winning. But it, was just like... but it was a close game when I played.
3: Yeah, it was a very close game. Yeah, um, But I had it at least a few turns before they did. Yeah, Because so Cruella, uh, I think she was at like 55 or 66 puppies. Something like that, yeah. And then... Jess was Mother Gothel, and, I get, and she was at seven out of ten power stones. Okay,
4: I can't remember what the goal was for all of them. Or
3: it was not power stones. She played with a different type of um, stone or whatever, yeah. but it was something special to her. Right. So, but
4: it's 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 basically an asymmetrical game where you are playing. You have everybody has a different way to win the game. Everybody also has a deck of heroes that can screw up that and That's game. your fate deck. That's the fate deck. So you can look and see who's maybe going to win the game based on what their goals are and mess with them. Yep. But then you can't mess with that person again.
3: That's the thing. And I do enjoy that yeah. because you cannot just team up on that right. one person. Once they've been fated, you have to fate someone else at yep. at the table. You Which, cannot repeat go after that person because that would make it very hard. And that actually
4: really balances the game. It does. so. Um, I would rate this game probably at this point because I've only played it a few times, and we did play once with like what nine people or some stupid thing like that. Yeah, that I don't recommend ever. I think nope. three or four is about it. Um, but anyway, I, I'd go average Joe on it um, because I want to play it more often. I do own the game, the base game, and well, all all the all the game, all the versions of it. The Marvel version's coming out, I believe, August 1st, I think, is when the Marvel I saw the version. release date was or the twenty uh, seventh. It's the 27th, yep, yeah Yep, is the right. Sunday. It's this Sunday. It'll be available at Target. I believe that the local game stores are thinking they'll have it sometime in August. Um, I am debating on whether to get it or not because it is not compatible. Where all the other versions of it are compatible with each other, the Marvel version is not. We suspect, probably that the Marvel characters are going to be overpowered. Yeah. But we'll find out. We'll find out, because I'll play it. I just don't know if I'm going to buy it. I probably will buy it. So but you
3: give that an average Joe? Average Joe, yeah. I okay. like
4: it a lot. I know it's a different rating than Jess would give it.
3: Oh, yeah. I mean, that's
4: that's, <laughs> that's probably her. I think it is her favorite game. Yeah, I think it's her. And know,
3: I'll play it anytime she wants to. Yeah. To, just because it, 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 it is an interesting game. It's just not my favorite right. type of game. And, right. But I, I totally will play it, and I will... I will play it competitively. Yeah. And that was the first time I actually ever played it. Usually I play as Prince John. Yeah. And it's all about that money. You got to get that money. got to get the money. And I can almost win with Prince John, but it seems like whoever we play with plays the Queen of Hearts. And that's... And that's the one that wins. Seems to win, yeah. The two that
4: I always heard were overpowered were the Queen of Hearts and Prince
3: John. Yep. Uh, so, for me, I really enjoy the pieces of the game. I think the, the molds of the characters, it's not actually a character. No, it's they're something abstract, that signifies the character. Yeah. Like for Pete, it's this ball, and then he's obviously wearing the hat. Yep. And it's just. It's it, just, they're very cool. It's very, very cool.
4: Somebody came up with that idea, and, and I'm sure somebody else went, well, that's just stupid. They don't look anything like the characters. But, man, it
3: works. I, don't I do know why like it the, works. the unique story of every character. Yep. I like the the spin on it like you know you're the villain and you're trying to get your happy ending but this darned hero just yep, keeps interfering keeps, with you mickey mouse keeps shut i like up. that concept there's not much player to player interaction i like games with more player to player interaction yeah, i tend to as well um but you know when when you do have that chance to play the fate card that does change things up because yep. you know at one point amanda was was getting up there with the uh, she was being she was gorilla Yep. And so she was getting those puppies. Getting puppies you know. And I saw that. And I'm like, not today. Gotta they go master, back. Yeah. Yeah, gotta so, back. And then I see Jess over there with her, her different tokens. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. Those those are going to go mm-hmm. back too. And they just they kept trying to play fate on me. Yep. And it just wasn't working because I had all these allies out. And then it's just, okay, so all I have to do is vanquish this guy? Okay, well, he's gone. I can do that, yeah. Easy. So other than that, um, I would give it an average Joe. I think if I play it more, maybe a little bit higher, but with the there's not it just seems like kind of a solo game with it, a little bit here and there. Yeah. So, and this
4: this one as well seems to be a game that is gonna really depend on the group of people you yeah, play with. Yes. Obviously if you play it with Jess, she is extremely invested in the game.
3: I do really like the fact that you cannot target a player continuously right. That's very cool. and pick on them. Right. I think that that is a great concept. Yeah. Um I would actually I don't know if you can do this with more board games, but I would like to see it in some other board yeah, games. Is because you you do have those games where you're playing against somebody and they just single a person out and they just keep going after that person, and then it's like okay, someone else sees that and I'm like, well, I could go after him too, and then he's out of the game, and then all I have to worry then about is this guy.
4: Yeah, and then I can win, and then it just yeah.
3: kind of ruins that game for yeah, that person. Exactly. So I do like that. That aspect where you cannot just solely gang up on this one person.
4: Yeah, I think that's very that's a that was an innovative idea.
3: Yeah. So uh the next game we played was Funkoverse, which you would think would be right up my alley. The Golden Girls. That's cool. I did not play it.
4: I have never played one of the Funkoverse games, though I own three versions of it. Yes. Yeah,
3: so. I and gotta say one, one. of them is half the Golden Girls. These these mini Funkos are just awesome. I mean, they are really They look cool. like the Golden Girls. Yeah,
4: I'm looking right now. I'm looking at the Be Arthur character, which was Dorothy. Dorothy. It looks like freaking Be Arthur. Yep. Uh, uh, bland, or Rose's back is to me, but from what I can tell with the way the hair looks, it looks like uh, Betty White.
3: I mean, it yep. just does. No, they were they were very very well done. Um, we just played a four-player kind of area control, yeah, yeah. And so it was teams of two, and I I did not have uh, a teammate, so I Aww. just yeah, I just had to take two characters <coughs> and I annihilated them, yeah. Because here's the deal, um, and I I really hope that I did did not annihilate them so bad they don't ever want to play me again, but. Jess and Amanda are not familiar with like area control yeah, games, yeah. so they were going after the tokens and getting the points. Yep. And I, I did explain at the beginning of the game like you have to control this area, this area, and this area. At the end of a round, which is everyone takes a turn, that's one round.
4: Yep. And Whoever the controls are these areas
3: the area. will get a point. And so, basically, after about six rounds, I had enough points to win. Yeah.
4: Like I said, i watched it played. I I've, did
3: attack them though.
4: Yeah, well, I, I, I
3: wanted to make sure that they didn't feel like I was just taking the control. No, right. I pushed them on the ground. I pushed, uh, pushed the grandma on the, on the. You got to do that on Sophia, the ground. You'd
4: push Sophia down. Yep,
3: pushed her down. Um, Brutal. Yeah, Dorothy was. She's a, she's a fighter. Sounds about right though. She's so. the one that attacked Blanche and Sophia. based
2: on BR. So, and then Betty White just kind
3: of she's a little air control, and she's like, "All right, I'm over here. This yeah. is mine. Point, point, point. We win." Yeah,
2: well, oh, so, it looks fun. And
3: like I said, uh, the two-player games though, because they're double-sided boards. Yep. So, um, the one, the one board is their house. Uh the other side of that is uh, a scene from the Golden Girls show, which is a birthday party with some oh, clowns. Okay, okay. Um, and then the other one is uh the beach, and the other side of the board oh, is a, is a grocery store. Okay. And so you have different scenarios you can play with two players. And then, if you want to play more than two players, that's where you flip the boards and then you go to an area control. It's kind of neat. So, yeah, uh, the pieces are just phenomenal. Well, and the dice are the nice etched. Oh yeah, dice I see those. Paint. Yeah.
4: Look like uh, um, almost like um, uh, King of Tokyo dice with the Bams on there.
3: Yes, that is. Yep. That is close, uh, or uh, actually, or dice masters.
4: Yeah, although King of Tokyo has, don't they have? I don't know. That's they the have the big chunky green dice. Yeah, but, symbol, but they have guy. the same symbol for the for what looks like the energy or for the the, the energy's lightning bolt. Well, no, the hurt and the hurt the, is uh, a
3: a claw.
2: Okay, you're
4: right. So yeah. I don't know what the hell that looks like. That'd be like Starburst, like yeah, a, Starburst, like like Dice, Master, like dice Masters. Said. It's
3: okay. You were getting there. Or
4: Quires uh, <laughs> as that yeah, too. I think which so. is the yeah. originator. Yep, exactly. The better version. Um. I'm a big Funko Pop guy. I think we've established that over the think, last I think honestly few this is a
3: dangerous ground for you. I think yeah. once you start playing these games, you are going to get hooked. And in the more cool expansions they come out with or standalone yeah. games or whatever, especially the ones that that really I think the Jaws one. That one looks really cool cuz you you get you get a shark. Jaws. I mean, yeah. he that's what you get. Yep. And I think there's, I think there's an expansion with Brody I believe so, yeah. Um, I think it's only two characters in that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe there's two... Uh, well, it's... Uh, there's two different expansions. There's there's the shark and... Uh, you get, oh, I cannot um, think of it. He's like... Oh, uh, he's got that deep Ro- voice. Ro- like, yeah, Robert. Uh, you ever seen a shark's eyes, uh, yeah, TV?
4: <laughs> it's the two guys who didn't like each other in real life. And I yeah. I think of that is. Uh, the Goodbye Girl guy and uh, like Robert dog Shaw. Dog Robert eyes. Shaw's character. And what's the other name? Black and lifeless. Anyway, those two guys. <laughs> Are the other, but yeah, the thing is, okay, Funko Pops generally about three inches. The standard Funko Funko Pop about yep. three inches. These are probably an inch and a half, yep. maybe half size. Uh, very, 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 very so detailed. Cool. Very detailed. And if you if you're a Funko Pop collector, you know that those figures are very detailed and yep. and there's something about them, and I haven't been able to figure it out. I collect out of the box when I when I display them because uh, you can't see the stuff when they're not. When they're in the box,
3: you can yeah. see them. When they're on display, what's so. not cooler than Dorothy doing a karate kick to Sophia's face? Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> so
4: they're just really cool. They, and they, Sophia's
3: got a handbag she can beat you with. Yeah, there you go. Um, Betty White uh, Rose, uh, she has a cheesecake that if she gets knocked on the ground, you can use the cheesecake to stand back up. Nice. Very <laughs> so. nice. And I don't. Blanche probably has something to do with sex appeal. We don't know. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Um, actually, her her abilities were like flirt, yep, and uh, something to do with men. That and, sounds yeah, right. It sounds was, about right. I'm not a big I mean, Golden Girls fan. No, they they nailed the theme on this game. They they, know yeah. it was it was. They just knocked it out of the park. Yeah, like I say, I'm not a big Golden Girls fan. Didn't
4: watch the show when it was on, uh, and it was on oh now my-
3: Jess is binge watching. Yeah, Golden
4: Girls but right I now. but I I mean everybody's familiar with the characters. They're kind of iconic. I used to
3: watch it all the time when I was
4: growing up. <coughs> <laughs> So, yeah, they're iconic characters and they look like their characters.
3: It's really cool. Well, this was uh, 2019. Yep. Uh, designer Prosperio Hall. Yep. You said oh, that. Oh, weird. Yeah. That's the uh, same one as Villainous. Yeah. Oh, oh no. You say oh. that.
4: Oh. Is it the same company that does No. That?
3: Funko Games is who puts okay, out yep, this. Yep, yep. Yep. So she's the. She or he? I'm not know. sure. Prosperio. That's, Prosperio, uh... I would say, is probably a dude, but kay. I
4: honestly don't know apologize,
3: but either way, this person... Does a good uh, job with games. ...designed Villainous and also designed uh, the Funkoverse of Golden Girls. Yeah. So very, very well done. Very impressed. I did not play it. How do you rate it? Uh, I give it a smoking Joe. Yeah. I, I, I mean, just a just little... Little pop vinyls running around on the. I mean, it's just. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're. I suspect
4: awesome. that if I play the game, that would probably be close to what I. I'd go maybe a high average Joe to a smoking Joe. You
3: know what? I think there's probably going to be a chance for you to play. It, I would seeing assume that it I've got is. Two, one, two, three, four, four five, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven boxes you, of yep. Funkoverse. and you do have the Kool Aid Man too. I
4: do. That's one of the ones I have is Kool Aid Man. I believe I have one of the Golden Girl ones. Cannot remember well, what the third one. is The Kool
3: Aid Man. One of his abilities is oh yeah, yeah, and he can break into any game. Yep, and he can splash his juice on oh, you. God, and that was oh, one thing that God. Jess asked me. She's like, "Well, are, are you going to play with the uh, Kool Aid Man so you can splash juice on Betty White?" <laughs> and I'm like, "That just nah, sounds wrong. That just sounds wrong. I I don't think I will this time." But, but as much as I appreciate you offering that because you know where my mind is. Yeah,
4: exactly. Exactly. I mean, and
3: it is Betty White. She would allow it. She would so. think it was funny. Yep. So anything for a laugh. Oh yeah. But yeah, I would definitely give that a smoke and joe.
4: Good deal. I like that it looks like a fun game.
3: Um, so what uh what did we talk about last time that we had a little discussion? Oh yeah, well, it was uh
4: well there was two. There were two, but the first Let's one I guess the first could one. probably go with is the uh, Century Spice Road versus Century Gollum. And are they the
3: same game? Well, our listeners spoke. And they said? And they said, Tom is more right (laughs) than than Joe.
4: I would have to agree with our listeners. Um, And thank
3: you. Yes. uh, So. It was close, though. It. For me, it is it is the same game. It is. Yeah. I will I will bow. Um, it is the same game. It is a totally different theme to it. It is, but I it, will is, admit it that. is exactly the same game. It yes. is. Um, you could play with either. You cards. could
4: literally take the cards from but one game and play. Them for me, on the other I game.
3: just I don't know. I just did not. I didn't get the the same enjoyment from the Spice Road that I do from the Golem edition. The the theme and the artwork. And the pieces were just so much better for me for yeah. Gollum because you brought over Spice Road originally, I did. yeah. And to me, and it sounds stupid because they're they're the the same game. I would play Splendor over Spice Road. Where you'd play Gollum over Splendor. I would. Yeah,
4: I and I get that,
3: and I. And so I, it's it's the theme for me. And
4: you understand? We it's did those not, pieces. We did not disagree as much as we just had a different philosophy because I like the Gollum like edition stubborn. quite a bit. <laughs> Yeah, and you're about to hear me be stubborn. But anyway, Whoa! <laughs> I like the Gollum Edition quite a bit as well because those components are really cool. I am very much looking forward to seeing the next two games in the Gollum version, which they did not have any intention of doing. And it turns out that those games are not going to be the same as the second version of the Spice games, or the third version of the Spice games. They're going to be completely different games Yep, from what I understand. In other words, you're not going to see the same game for the Gollum edition that you saw for Spice Road. So that's kind of neat. I like the fact that they did that. So I'm looking forward to that. And then our second discussion. Okay, so... And thank you again, by the way, for taking my side on that one
3: yeah if you could see the grin on his face i'm just i'm gonna whip out a knife here and let's put a little smile on it no i think we're good we're good (laughs) so he had his his grin you can't see it right now but it goes from ear to ear basically i've never seen this man smile as much as this i'm about to get sad though
4: so
2: yeah very very
3: sad actually well not very sad Um, because i'm sticking to my guns
2: but anyway (laughs)
3: Really? That's that's ironic, because that's exactly what Bruce Willis did in Die Hard, the Christmas movie.
4: And I think I have something that actually sort of trumps no matter what anybody said in their emails to us, which you're entitled to your opinion, wrong as it may be.
3: Wow! I told you... I I, would like to point out that Joe, the other half of this podcast, um, bowed out graciously... Yes, you did. ...and acknowledged that he was wrong.
4: Very much appreciated that you did.
3: The stubborn man he is. Now, that's Tom Kleberad. You can Correct. find him in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And I'm on
4: Facebook, so, you know, whatever.
3: Good luck spelling yep. my last name, though. Oh, yeah. anyway, uh, don't no, worry. You... All you have to do is look at the show notes, and it's spelled it's out up, for you. Yep. Yep, yep. Copy and paste. Yep, exactly. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so anyway, um, Hash, Hashiel uh, H- 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 Baden. I apologize if I slaughtered your name, but he goes by ha, Hash. Yep. Um, so he says, uh, Die Hard is one of my most Favorite Christmas movies. Come on, what's not Christmassy about it? It's about an estranged family where a dad is trying to make it home for the holidays on Christmas Eve. It's got a Grinchy villain, amazing standalone lines, and the whole story is just a different take on the standard holiday movie formula. Now, Tom is freaking out and twitching no, right now. I am not freaking
4: out, I'm just <laughs> Thinking to myself that this, and I'm you're entitled to your opinion, and I love all of our listeners. Don't get me wrong here, but you're pasting that on. I mean, oh, never mind. Anyway, it,
3: <laughs> oh no, we're not done yet. It's wrong. I know.
4: <laughs> I read the emails. But I still have a Trump. Okay. Up.
3: So Jeremy says, um. Also, Die Hard is a hundred percent a Christmas movie. Again, Tom's twitching a little bit, so we're we're gonna go ahead. And <laughs> uh, even the director John McTiernan confirmed it. And, well, after the and, fact, by the way, It's a Wonderful Life is as well. So I have to say Joe's right on that.
4: Now you do understand that Bruce Willis actually says it's not a Christmas movie. Correct? He doesn't matter.
3: It's the director. Okay, that matters. whatever,
4: whatever. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Okay. This is one that we will actually never ever agree on.
3: Um, and here's one for let's see. I don't think Randy actually said on the Die Hard. He was no, no. He, he didn't, didn't say. He, he just he said on the uh, Century, and he was very kind of down the line on the Century yeah, he, games. Like he understood yeah, how yeah. you could see it, but essentially, there's the same
4: game. He basically sees it the way both you and I actually right.
3: see that one. So, um, then Eric uh let's see here i think he mostly just he sent us a picture of the six foot dragon
4: yeah oh that's the guy with the game room right yes. yeah really cool game room thank you for sending um,
3: those pictures. okay okay so here's, here's the eric one sort said, of said he's so you've got one for you i've already got two for me yeah so eric says sadly i do think sadly have to go. no be proud <laughs> he's sad about it <laughs> Um, sadly I do think I have to go with Tom on both issues. Yay. I consider Carcassonne and Snow Carcassonne to be the same. So it seems Gollum is more like Century Deluxe edition and the actual there than an go. actual different There you game. go. Yeah. To be fair, I haven't played Gollum version, so who knows? Uh, that could make all the difference. My opinion on Die Hard is even shakier grounds because I haven't seen that one since the mid nineties. So we're going on a twenty year memory here. Okay. Uh, but I wouldn't think of a movie that took part early in July as an Independence Day movie unless there was an actual plot reason for it, which there was, The Christmas Party.
4: Okay. So, again, uh-huh.
3: he's going on a memory that's like 20, 20-some years old.
4: Oh, again. But then
3: again, Gremlins does happen to be a great Christmas movie. Well, so he gets the thing as a Christmas present. And he's going to a Christmas party.
4: doesn't. Compute. Oh. <laughs> Doesn't compute the same way. So. Oh wow.
3: Okay, so um, so that was one for me, so that, that was I one so for I you. win. No, not even close. <laughs> well my second my second uh, for Robert. Yeah, this one disappoints so. me a little.
4: Robert, I love you, don't get me wrong. You're my favorite view or favorite listeners right now from England. But this one hurts.
3: Uh so I'm gonna go ahead and read his whole email yeah, here he's pretty, because he's pretty brilliant. This is this is worded perfectly. Okay, so first he has to say that Joe is wrong. I'm sure that hurt a lot when he was writing it, because we oh. let's be honest. I mean, he he loves me. I'm I'm Batman. I think he loves both of us, but go ahead. Yeah. But you're more of Robin. Well, oh yeah, know.
4: but Robin was an integral part of the team,
3: so he was go. an integral part of the team, but he didn't get to drive the Batmobile. He did not. No. Nope. But he got slid down the pole. You've got a motorcycle. Yeah. You got a sidecar. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Motorcycles yeah. are awesome. You did get to slide that pole. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, read on. Anyway, <laughs> so he says Joe's wrong about the Sentry games being the same game. Kind of. <laughs> it's really just a question of definitions. So I admit I am wrong on that. So well, I, I did say it was the same game. Yeah. So just a different theme. I, I do enjoy the game. Um, so he's got different definitions on what, how you would rate a game as being different. Um, I really like it. So One would be reskinning. Mechanically identical with the superficial changes. Sentry Golem, Spice, different Chesses, so on and so forth. Right. Risk. Um, different variants or additions. Uh, fundly, fundamentally the same core mechanics and or theming but slight tweaks. Hundreds of versions of Risk, like I said. Yep. Monopoly etc and multiple editions of more modern games such as the War of the Ring the third thing different versions expansions you're still playing a very similar game but there's enough differenti- uh, differentiation of that game that can make it feel different expansions of Carcassonne and Catan different Catan based games such as like the Star Trek Catan, yep. the Seafarers the spacefarers. spacefarers yeah um, with uh with Carcassonne. I you know yes it is essentially the same tile lane game, but the Amazonas they add they versus add versus just a regular mechanic Carcassonne yeah. completely different. You're going yep. down a river and there's things that you have to void versus you're building a kingdom.
4: I, I will say here's one game <clears throat> that the mechanics did not change even a little bit, but the addition or the expansion changed the game completely it was viticulture.
3: Okay, and I still have not played that because you won't it. bring it over. I'll <laughs> make sure I
4: bring it over. Or okay. We'll get Kim to bring her a copy. But, yeah, with the addition That might be easier, actually. Yeah, probably. I think you said yours was hiding buried, behind uh army of Funko Pops. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, basically, they, the um, <clears throat> the expansion, or the, forget what they called it, changed the game. Made it a lot better. But it's the same mechanics.
3: So, anyway. So, and then his fourth point is similar but different games. Things like Agricola. And Caverna. Right. Which have significantly similar DNA, but are undeniably distinct. Yep. So it is at that, this four point that I would probably broadly classify something as a
0: different. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call? Yep. That sounds too easy. How did you find her?
1: I just went to betterhelp.com save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus, it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com save.
0: Betterhelp.com save. Got it.
3: game, but is generally quite pedantic... And all of the categories have soft edges and plenty of overlap. Which but it was pretty thought out. I And at
4: this point I'm thinking to myself, Robert, you're the best.
3: Yeah, because you, you agreed. I agree. Now to his second point, and this is where Tom starts to weep and twitch a little bit. Yeah. So You'll hear some uh, however, some... <sighs> I've got to say, Tom was wrong on Die Hard. And he very, very capital. I mean, that's yeah. basically the whole email. Oh, Tom I see it was right there. wrong. I see it right there. Oh, okay. Uh, maybe it's the same size letter. It know. is I size letter, it. but yeah, I think um, your,
4: your intonation.
3: <laughs> Die Hard, it is absolutely a Christmas movie in my head. I would say my, again, very broad and non-infallible <laughs> list of characteristics of Christmas movie would be, one, generally, but not necessarily, have some kind of link to Christmas time. Christmas party for Die Hard. Two, are films that are have a broad appeal. Die Hard obviously has a broad appeal with having how many movies? But Die Hard, the first movie, set it apart. That is the only one, in my opinion, that so, is a Christmas movie. By that definition I will slap you where <laughs> by you by that definition.
4: Airplane.
3: I'll take that as a Christmas movie.
4: Is a Christmas movie. Ghostbusters? Well is a Ghostbusters movie.
3: is a Christmas movie, sir. No. Yes. It is not. Takes place at Christmas time. Part of the movie does. There's a Christmas tree. They're singing. It could be a Fourth of July movie then, because
4: part of it takes place during the Fourth of July. Ooh,
3: it could also. It could be a two-parter. Oh my
4: god. Okay. So anyway, go <laughs> on. So... Robert's brilliant email just got a little less brilliant. Oh, okay.
3: okay. Wow. Robert, still love you. <laughs> I, I think ya. you're the best. That's Tom, obviously, he's no. He's, you're he's... right
4: up there. You're up there, but well, well for the first gonna, part of the I'm email. just gonna cut
3: it as you're right. Anyway, go on. <laughs> Continue. Okay. So, uh, third point is films that tend to sit somewhere middling along the excitement, adventure, and emotional spectrums that make for fairly easy viewing while not being dull. So,
4: Pirates of the Caribbean Christmas movie.
3: Oh, totally. You're speaking Jess's language now. Um, and then number four, films that have rewatchable quality, iconic moments, affordable <laughs> lines, etc. So, well, Dumb
4: and Dumber is a Christmas movie. Oh, you are rocking Big Levo- it. Big Lebowski, Christmas You know, movie. I didn't
3: think you would be on this Jeez. page, but, you know, I'm, I'm not, agreeing with you right now. you can now. tell. Clearly, I'm not. Oh, I don't get sarcasm. Go on. Read, read, read. <laughs> um, so, while that is def- uh, definitely something that I just made up while I was typing, uh, I think it reflects what makes for something that is f- that a family can sit around laughing and joking together while it plays, and just spend time together after they are knackered out by a busy morning and a big meal. So, I would like to point out that we have a die-hard board game. Yes, which we will play Christmas. We did not get to play <laughs> last year it's for because Christmas. we had a much
4: more Christmassy-themed game to play. It's we
3: ran out of time, man. Well, what was our Christmas theme last year? I don't remember. Die-hard Christmas. Oh yeah. No, that's wrong, but okay. (laughs) So, um, he also wanted to give us a shout-out for a massive thank you for the um, Zhaja Academy?
4: zha Zhaja, Academy. Um, So it
3: arrived uh, about a week ago. Good. Um, Him and his partner are playing it. They had a great time. Um, They really enjoy the innovation in having let the opponent have the first pick of cards. that's actually the coolest Uh, thing about that game. It included some tricky decisions, so... Uh he sent us a picture of them playing it. So really yeah. appreciate that. That was pretty cool.
4: And it was a very well written up to a certain point email Robert.
3: Uh they've also been playing uh Catacombs which is a dexterity dungeon crawler. Oh yeah, that one sent a kind of cool that as well. That one looked really cool.
4: I wonder if that is that something that's available worldwide or just I have actually seen it. Have you? Um I, have not? I
3: just I have not had a chance to pick it up. Yeah, it looks good. So he had a question for us. Okay. And I got to say Really struggled with this one. Okay. Um, the question for both of us this week is: if we had to recommend a set of three games to show off the best that the board gaming hobby has to offer, Ooh. which would they be, and why? So I have thought and thought and thought about this because I have I have sold board games, I've talked about board games, I I love meeting new people and finding out what they enjoy, and here's my. Answer to this and okay. and then you can have at it. Okay. So my answer to this is it is very hard to pick three games that showcase the best of board gaming hobby to anybody that's new because you have to find out what interests that person. Um, you know, if if all they've ever played were sorry and Uno and Monopoly and stuff like that. You got to kind of find out what their likes are. Do they like murder mysteries? Do they like, um, uh, you know, fantasy themes? Do they, what kind, what interests them? What gets them hooked? What I have had luck with are usually simplistic games that have pretty bits. And that's what'll hook people. Um, New people that have no idea that this hobby exists to the extent it actually does. And I know for us, like, the the tabletop hobby is, is huge. Oh, yeah. But it's not. Well, it is such a niche hobby, and so many people do not know about it.
4: Well, and the weird part of this, and this is at a game convention where you would think people would know... About board game people. Yep, there were a great number of people who had no idea who Tom Vassell was. Yeah, that was very surprising. To that me. was at Geek Way to the West. Yep, he showed up. I don't think he was announced. And there were a lot of people when we'd say, "God, did you get to see Tom Vassell? He's here? Who? Yeah. So yeah, you're right. It's, so it's
2: a very very niche hobby. It's a, it's a hobby, very, very
3: it hobby. It's, uh... so in my experience without really going into finding everything that a person likes in their life, whether they're readers or they watch fantasy movies or or they have a favorite IP. Because um, if I start going into all that and then it's like, hey, let's play a board game. First thing in their mind is this guy's a huge nerd. Yep. And he wants to play Monopoly for six hours. <laughs> what I have to do is I have to find something that is easily teachable. That has pretty components that I can get them introduced into that will suck them into the hobby. Right. So the first game on my list is not everyone's favorite game. Um, I hear a lot of people bashing it. It's Splendor. Yeah. Because here's why. It is a very easy game to teach. There is one page of instructions. So if I take a new person into that game... They're not going to get overwhelmed. I don't have to sit there and explain fifteen pages of rules to them. It's you get to do this, 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 or this. Yep. That's it. You can only have so many coins, and it's it's teaching them to build an engine. Yep. And that is the core of that game is that just that simple engine building, and it's it's getting them there, and then they get these awesome poker chips, yeah. and they tactile. Yes, it's just it's it's pleasing to look at. It gets them there and from there they want more.
4: You can introduce them to a mechanic that is used in a lot of different games in different ways in a very
3: simple yep. way. Perfect example, my parents. My parents are not gamers. But I can get them to sit down and play any board game I want with me because I took those simple steps. I started them out with Zombie Dice. Yep. I started them out with Splendor, simpler games and then we built from there. So now I can say, "Okay, let's play this game." Well, how do we play this game? Okay. Do you you guys game? know how to play Splendor. Well, this takes that and then we add this to it. Yep. And it it's it's not as intimidating for them. So we get to play more more interesting games. And so now they're they're playing more sophisticated games and a little bit more strategy. Than just zombie dice. Zombie dice is another great fun game that doesn't take a lot of strategy, or I mean, it's it's rolling the dice. Yeah, it's Yahtzee. It's essentially Yahtzee. Yeah, I mean, if the theme is you're a zombie, you're rolling three dice at random that are different levels of difficulty. Each color is a different level. Which, by the way, forgot <laughs> to say this. I ordered the deluxe, or nice. the, the new variant of Zombie Dice with the translucent dice. Very cool. to. Um, <laughs> so anyway, and also, if you're a seasoned gamer and you bling out your games, that is also going to attract people. Yep, exactly. So for me, I got these miniature 3D dice or uh, miniature 3D brains. Yep. And they just they look aesthetically pleasing. It's like, I'm a zombie. Oh, okay. Well, Brands, I just, I hate these yeah. people. I have this brain, so you need 13 brains in front of you, and you've got that, you know, push your luck element, which is also a fun, it's a fun game element. You know, there's a lot of games out there that push your luck, and so you've got these different elements, and, and you throw it, and it's it's pleasing, and then it's like, okay, so let's play this other game. Well, this is this is similar to this. Yep. This and this you system. just keep going on that. The other one is uh, Carcassonne for me. Yep. I know a lot of people go towards Catan, but I like the tile lane. And if you just take a base version of Carcassonne, for instance, um, I got my parents to play Fences, okay, which is a a simple tile lane game, um, a little bit of area control. But yep. I got them to play that because they were familiar with Carcassonne. Carcassonne. Yeah. So when I when I introduced Fences, it has a little bit different. It, I mean, it's not it's not the same game. No, it's, but it's got... It's, it has similar, similar aspects. Mechanics. It's, you have a little more air control yeah. in that. Um, you've got different abilities, and there's also not a whole lot of rules to that. Right. When you take something like that in there, that's that's just... It works well. And so, you know, you could even mix and match. You could do, instead of Carcassonne, you could do fences because it's a small yeah. box, yep. and it's got a lot of playability in there, but it's also one page of rules. And a lot of game there. So, you take these smaller box games, you take these easier to learn, but more strategy. Like, the more they play them, the more you start to see the wheels turn. It's like, yep, they're getting this. They're starting to build a strategy. And before I know it, I'm going to lose horribly to them. (laughs) So, fortunately, I haven't had too many people kick my butt in Splendor. Right. But... There is a way oh, that I just cannot wrap my mind around, and that's the take the short way, but the only the big cards. Yeah.
4: I did it one and, time.
3: Yeah, and you you're like, I I don't know if I can do this. And I
4: and I don't honestly to and we talked about this. Yep. I honestly don't remember how the hell I did it. But you won. But I won. And, and, it, and it, was it was only was a within, few points in front of me. And it was within probably five rounds or something yeah. like that. I mean but it involves getting the big point cards and building your things to get them, and it's it worked. But
3: I still don't know how. To do this to but come. that'd be my three games. I would do Splendor, Splendor Zombie, Zombie dice. dice, Zombie Dice, yep. yep, and, and then uh, Fences or Kirkuson. Yep.
4: Okay, I am probably with you on Splendor. I think that is one of my three for the same for the same reasons. Basically, it's a good introductory engine builder game. Um. My second game would probably be and has to be King of Tokyo. Oh, yep. It's essentially Yahtzee. Yep. But it adds a pretty terrific theme and a little bit of strategy. Um but it's a mechanic that most people know from being very young people. Roll dice, pick which three you want to keep, or one you wanna keep or two you wanna keep, roll again, keep whatever you want, roll for the third time, and now you're done. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty easy game to learn. Same type of deal. I think the rule set is maybe two or three pages, something like that. Uh, the symbols on the dice make it pretty obvious as to what's happening. Really easy to pick up, really easy to teach people. And then the other one that I think that I would pick is, and it's one we talked about earlier, was uh, because you have the promo for it, is Seven Wonders. Because it teaches you uh, basically deck building. Well, tableau building more than deck building. but And it teaches you drafting. Okay. So it's two mechanics that are real important in a lot of games, tableau building and, and drafting. Um, and I just, and it's one of the first games I ever played. Dominion is the one I was thinking of as well. That would be in there because that is a deck building game. And I love deck builders. Um, but I think seven wonders is actually a little easier to get into as far as kind of an introductory game. I also considered obviously uh, uh, ticket to ride and, and the carcassonne and, and, and uh, uh, the other one, the other tiling game uh, that we talked about that you talked about, I can't think of the name of right now. Fences? No, Carcassonne. Carcassonne I mentioned. What's the other one? Uh, Catan. Oh, which is tiling. It's more. It's yeah, a dice that's... rolling and dice rolling and area control kind of.
2: I consider Resource those. Management.
4: Yeah, I consider those because they have those mechanics and they're pretty easy to teach people. But those are the three that I really like: was King of Tokyo Splendor and uh. uh, uh Seven Wonders. Yep. I think those are all good kind of base introductory games. Ticket to Ride was right up there when I was thinking about it because it teaches a lot of... I mean, it's another one that people are kind of familiar with. It's not that far off of games like Life or Monopoly because it's a relatively simple mechanic and a simple game, but it's got a lot more strategy than some of those other ones do. So those are my three.
3: But I think, I think what it comes down to with anything... When you're teaching a new person or trying to get a new person sucked into this amazing hobby yep. is getting to know them, yeah, being inviting, your personality is huge. If, yeah. you, if you're easygoing, not pushy, don't be pushy.
4: No,
2: don't do that. But if
3: you're easygoing, you're inviting, that will bring a person into gaming or trying out a game. And then also try not to annihilate them in it. Remember, yeah. they're new to it. Yep. They're... If you want them to continue down this awesome path, you just you you've got to be able to be that person. Yeah.
4: You know, I, I, I was thinking about this after I read this email too, and and my evolution into board gaming started like everybody else's. You know, my parents and I and my brother played uh, Monopoly. We played Life. We played Risk. Uh, we played some of the 3M games, uh, and then I met some friends in high school and we started playing. Dungeons and Dragons, I guess, was a big one, and we played Diplomacy, and then we played uh, a couple of other board games that were. But then I met a group of people here in Sioux Falls, and they introduced me to things like uh, uh, the the uh, King Arthur game, the cooperative King Arthur game with the
3: traitor Shadows over Camelot. Shadows
4: over Camelot. Yeah, they introduced me to uh, uh, Deep Space Nine. They introduced me to. Uh, number Well, Dominion, they introduced me to, to Seven Wonders. Uh, the IONS group introduced me to a bunch of different games as well. And a lot of more simple games, but they lead you to, and that's kind of the thing that sucks you in, is it leads you to more and more and more complex, interesting games. Axio and Axio Rota, extremely abstract games. But once you've played other games, those abstract games become, you can relate to things. Mm -hmm. You can relate to other mechanics or other games that you've played. That You go, okay, now I know kind of what I need to do here to do this strategy or this strategy or this strategy. So it's just, yeah, good question. Really, really good question. And, Robert, what I'd like and what you other listeners I would like you to do is maybe send us your three games. You know, the three games that you think are... Either good introductory games or the games that got you into board game gaming. Uh, what was the question again? It says, if you had to recommend a set of three games. So if you have three games you want to recommend, send those to us and let us know. Because we do like reading your emails. Like I say, oh, yeah. Joe, Joe sent them to me, and it was just fun to sit there and read those when I had some time to do it. So thanks for that. You're welcome. And thanks to you listeners as well.
3: There's virtual hugs coming through the microphone. Exactly.
4: Socially distant virtual hug.
3: Yeah, high five right in the face. Exactly. Slaps well, not the
4: mustache the face, off. That's right. No mustache will fight you and win every time.
3: Eh, lost against the diehard debate. Not it's, it's proudly standing up and winning. I'm yeah.
4: gonna shave you in your sleep. That is one. Honestly, we'll <laughs> never agree. To, we'll never agree on. But oh, and that was I forgot my my main point on this was what when we were talking about this before we started the podcast somebody was pretty stern about the fact that it's not a Christmas movie. Who was that? My wife. Your wife. Yeah, so. but she's wrong. No, she's not. She's exactly right on
3: that. No, the listeners, they, they proved it. She's wrong. They used,
4: well, never mind. I'm not going to go to because I love our listeners.
3: <laughs> Even
4: though they're not correct in their assessments of what a Christmas wow. movie is.
3: See, I we humbly can... accepted defeat, I... but Tom just stands at the top of the mountain and keeps slashing at us. When
4: I talked about this with you last week, what it's did like you're I the say? top of
3: Nakatomi Plaza. Yeah, except I'm not going to fall off it.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You still got that. Uh, you got that Hans Gruber vibe. Mm, yeah, well, I like that. That's what I find that I see that as a compliment. Okay, he dies in Alan the movie. Rickman. But Alan Rickman played the character, and
3: he was awesome. So. Yes, there you go. Also died in the movie.
4: Yeah, but he wasn't. Because of Christmas
3: or anything like that. It was because he got no, pushed he out of Christmas a window. No, he Christmas prevailed. Okay, he got pushed out of a window. By a guy that was basically Santa Claus. No. Saving Christmas. Oh, my God.
4: Okay. So, that's, uh, <laughs> I think that's about it. I don't. We're never going to agree on that. We. Uh, I think we're both actually kind of correct on the Century Spice Road Century Gala. Yeah, debate. but I think we both I think, we
3: accurately won our debates.
4: Yeah. And it wasn't really a debate. I think we
3: both... You know, I won the Die Hard one and the uh, and Tom one. Century? Gotland. No, you did not win the
4: Die Hard one, but okay. I mean, you did technically because <laughs> oh, oh, of the, because of people being wrong in their opinion of what a Christmas which you movie is. Said you did right, but I
3: am also correct. So there you go.
2: Yeah, I am correct. Okay, <laughs> <Sorry. sighs> okay so
3: what movie. we are going to give away on today's podcast? Oh yeah. So first thing we're going to do is uh, we released our last podcast episode. Halfway through last week. Yep. So we're going to let that round. We will reveal the winner. So there's still time to get your entries in for last episode's game. Correct. Which was for Epic Monster Tea Party. That's right. So, so all you have to do is you can still email so us. You can in still get in on the debate. On the debate, yep. So we'll still accept entries until uh, we do our podcast, which is next Friday evening. Okay. Um, but tonight we are going to give away, we have a really cool silicone dice Dice carrier. Yeah. Dice case. It holds a full set of D and D dice. Yeah. And it's, they're very hefty. They're very solid silicone and they, it's just really cool. So we're going to give away the red, black, and white case. Ah. Uh, They do not come with dice, but you can put your favorite set of dice in there and make sure they're. They're sufficiently protected. They will be very well protected. So all you need to do in that is say Tom is wrong, or Joe is wrong. No, nope. I'm fine with either one. About uh, everything important about
4: Die Hard, or Joe is wrong about everything important about Die Hard.
3: Wow! Uh, no, all all you have to do is uh, if you want to enter into the dice holder is I love dice. Yeah, that works perfectly. Yeah, I love dice, and Tom's is the wrong, phrase. and Joe is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, so that's what we're giving away in this episode. Um so we will let that one uh ride for about 2 weeks. And then what we'll do is we'll just we'll have a 2 week uh period so that way everyone can have a chance yep. to listen to the podcast and get their entries in. And so next next Friday we will reveal the winner for Epic Monster Tea Party. The following Friday, we will reveal the winner for the dice holder. Um, next Friday, we'll reveal a new entry. A new entry, new solved. game name to win, um, try and win. But another thing is I did create a team for Extra Life. It's okay. Average Joe's Gaming. Uh, if you are interested in being part of our team but want to remit, raise money for your local hospital, that is definitely doable. All you have to do is when you sign up, it's free to sign up, it's free to raise money. You just choose your local hospital but be part of our team. If you don't want to be part of our team and you want to raise money... By all means, do it. It's a great cause. We strongly encourage it. Um, and I'm, I'm very happy to have Tom by my side on this one. And we are going to do November 7th is okay. the day for the official Extra Life. We are doing a 24-hour deal. So we, have, we will have an online presence. We will also have a local event. We will be taking measures to make sure it is uh, sanitary and safe. But... Um, We are going to have a local event, and we are going to have people um, that want to help out, help out, and whoever doesn't, uh, we wish them the best. So, we want to have a very successful, very fun event, and we know everyone is just itching to get out. Yeah, So, this will scratch a couple itches there. So, you get to help some some really cool, sick kids, um, and a great cause and then you get to play games because that's also hours a, a day. really cool thing to do it is a lot of fun. so and if you are like robert you're across seas man uh if you're you coming
2: to the us <laughs> well, well good luck with that unfortunately. you can you
3: could stream online yeah you could and, actually and play some games and yep. it doesn't have to be board games it actually started as video games yeah that's right. um so you, you can play video games you can do whatever you want um, you don't have to do it for the full twenty four hours. Actually, it says on the website that throughout the year, twenty four hours throughout the year. So you don't have to do it right. for the twenty four hours. You can start just now. Play a an few hour individuals day for 24 days. like to do it for that twenty four hours. It's it's a marathon for us, but you know it's you don't feel obliged to where you have to do a twenty four hour deal. Yeah. So um, becomes a challenge though. We do apologize if we become a little repetitive on Extra Life, but it really does matter to us. Yeah, so it's, it's a cool you um, You'll probably hear a little bit about it on every episode until sure it actually happens. And then yep. we'll have a special podcast. Um, from there, I suppose. Yeah. We'll probably have a special shout-out from yep. there. So I, I can easily set that up. Easily. But, um, yeah, we'll have plenty to talk about. So it's a really cool thing. Extra Life, um, I'll share uh, as much information as I can on that. Uh, I don't have a whole lot set up right now. But I do have the team made, and right uh, as of right now, I'm the only team member. So um, I'll be joining that show. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I I I brushed this with Tom tonight. Um, I actually uh, kind of pulled the trigger on that one uh, the other day, and that's because I I want to make sure the hall was available, and it was, and so I checked the date, got it done. Um, so. No, it's going to be a lot of fun.
4: It is is a great cause, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, Usually get a real good mix of people involved in these things. A lot of mustaches. Yeah, looking forward to it.
3: Yep. (laughs) So uh, until next time, I'm Joe. I'm Tom. Good night. Hey, do you want to play games for a good cause? Join Extra Life, a community of 50,000 gamers all over the world who play games to heal kids at Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. Find out more at extra-life.org. Thank you all for listening. Hey, follow us on
4: Facebook at Average Joe's Gaming Podcast and the Average Joe's Gaming Podcast group. You can follow us on Instagram at Average Joe's Gaming and on Twitter at Hammerly Joseph. And you can stream a number of different videos on YouTube.
3: You can also listen to our podcast on Google Play Music, Amazon Alexa and TuneIn, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pocket Cast, CastBox, Castro, Podchaser, Pandora, and SGP Radio.